Welcome back to another episode of Hear Me Out. It is your boy Davion, Dave the Brave, Mr. Atlantic Ocean. I am here with my friend and colleague, Devaye. How you doing, man? Doing pretty good, man. How you doing? Living. Yeah, man. Uh, since we've been gone, it's pretty much... The world's gone to shit, basically. The world's been breaking loose ever since. All ever since. We did a podcast, what, um, when Corona and everything was breaking loose. And, and since then, it's only the gates of hell have continued to open. Pretty much, man. It's a new gate opening every day. But so with us today at our show, we have uh, my friend, my colleague, my roommate, Ramirez. How you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. I'm feeling great. Man, so today ain't really going to be, um, in my opinion, today ain't going to be real comical, if that makes sense. More is kind of like uh, like the uh, the Dave Chappelle show, that um, Dave Chappelle special that dropped not too long ago. He had did a comedy concert, yeah. and it wasn't even, it was, it was a very serious moment. It was a very serious thing to watch. So that's kind of, I guess, what we're going to be talking about today. So first thing I want to kind of get into is the... Um, just the political climate as a whole right now with everything going on today is july 4th the 4th of july we not celebrated we not celebrated the 4th of july simply <laughs> simply off of continuing to try to further our education about uh our history as black men and the black community and everything that's been going on so instead i guess we've been moved enough to talk about everything that's going on today and so let's talk about i guess where, where, where should we start i mean start with brianna taylor with these killings with these riots so really with all that um I think the level of riots pretty much have gone down. Um, but of course, the media won't let you know that. Mm-hmm. You know, because um, pretty much when, uh, when the political climate got pretty heated, uh, especially here in Atlanta, you know, you saw the news was actively reporting on all the protests and the looting. But when all that stuff calmed down and the peaceful protests, you know, still continued, the media coverage just got less and less. Yeah. And so it's like, you see, you're already like you're blatantly seeing that it's you know there's an inherent bias, yeah. and um in terms of media coverage. And another thing is is that um black people have been pretty much the scapegoats for the riots. Like when uh like when the dude was shot over at the Wendy's, mm-hmm. and the Wendy's was burnt down. Yep. Folks immediately assumed it was a black person when it was actually a white woman. Yeah. Yeah, I actually heard those two white women. I think I seen something yesterday saying that um, uh, police are looking to detain two black men for the cause of, for um, setting that Wendy's on fire. Mm-hmm. And it was like, this is BS because we've seen and we've um, all discussed here on social media and we've all seen what's going on. Honestly, at this point, social media is look to me kind of seem like the real news to a point to a certain point when you sit there and think about it it kind of has been the real news um even though a lot of it is like anecdotal it's like just um we're going off what, what we see yeah but it's the same thing with the news we, yeah. we can only go with off, off what they tell us but you know with social media it at least seems more authentic because um 
you know, these are like these are these are people. These are everyday people, just yeah. like us, that are talking about these issues that are that's going on. Rather than like a news channel, who's who's biased from afar? Like With, Fox News is centered around their own conservative audience, and when they report, they report based on their what the audience wants to hear. They they're not reporting like true facts. And they've always been that way. Yeah, that's because and it was it was crazy because I remember I seen this years ago. There was a um there was a graphic that had all of the female coasts. I mean, uh, all of the female hosts on um, on Fox News, and all of them have been these pasty white women with blonde hair and blue eyes. Mm-hmm. So it's like that alone, right there, should let you know that what they what they looking for and what, what they're about, what they're looking for, what they're about. That that alone should let you know their whole ideals. Yeah, yeah, that's you. You basically uh, said what I was thinking. Um, the the real difference between the the professional media sources and social media is that the social media is the people the social media is the people in comparison to you know the media being controlled and stuff like that i've seen a video just about every media source is um has um has came negatively towards social media saying uh everything on social media is false it's a danger to our democracy and it was literally ice cube posted it on twitter it was i want to say maybe like 30 different news sources saying the same exact thing social media is a danger to our democracy and when you think about it, I think that's another reason why they're trying so hard to censor social media. I mean, and censor, you know, they 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 trying to control the people's voices. So they trying to say, let's get rid of social media. They going, they've been going real heavy. I don't think they understand. Doing, I, I don't, I don't think they understand the irony of what they're saying. Exactly. Y'all are saying that social media is a danger to our democracy, but restricting our freedom of speech is a danger to our democracy. Exactly. Yeah. And it's and it's not, and it's more so because they 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 want to censor social media because social <clears> media is is pretty much. Shedding light on the fact that they're what they're reporting, what they're saying isn't true. They, mm-hmm. A lot of the stuff that they say is based around the audience that they're trying to reach. It's not. It's not based on everything that's going on in the country. It's just based on a selective amount of information, and, and they and they always twist and screw and make everything. You know, to, they flip the switch. You know what I'm saying? Like they 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 show what they want to show. They 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 gonna they're gonna say what they want to say to make their audience happy they make the people that they're their their readers interested in and not so much give facts because nine times out of ten people who are watching the news are probably getting like the news the news source that they watch is probably their main source of news yeah. for a lot of people it's probably their main and only source of news right. so they only know what they're being told through that specific source exactly which nine times out of ten is pretty much on the same message as other media outlets because like Dave just said they're all saying the same thing about social media. So it's quite possible that they're all saying the same thing and coordinating their responses on other on other topics too. Yeah. That's crazy that you could say it for the opposite opposite way. Um, people like me, people like us at this table right now, um, I can't afford cable, I don't watch cable, I watch streaming services, so my only source of news currently is social media. And it's actually kind of been, for at least from my personal experience, social media has been a news source since high school. I remember being in high school, people, um, people on my football team found out they got offered by a certain college on Twitter. Not by a call, not by something you've seen on the news on Twitter. I remember I have a I remember I have a friend named Ellison Hubbard. He plays uh football up in Colorado right now actually. I um 
I'm on my phone and I guess uh, weightlifting or whatever. Bro, congratulations on your offer. He didn't even know we got offered. Wow. It just popped up on Twitter. <laughs> like you were just saying, um, I took a, in high school, I took a, yeah, social media has been pretty much been in those for a good while, especially especially releasing really in those high school years. Mm-hmm. So I say like anywhere between 2013 and 2017 and really just there on after. Yeah. Um, my junior year, I took a journalism class. And so uh, we had to do current events. Mm. Everybody was finding their stuff mainly for Twitter. Right. Yeah, that's, that's along the lines of saying, because I, I, I took a, one of my English classes. You know, I, I used to do you know, current events as well. So either my teacher gave us an option. She said, because she was real big on CNN. Mm-hmm. So you, you could either get your sources from CNN or you can get it from another reliable source. I used, I, I typically got my sources from Twitter because it's just, I, you know, what I'm saying? I, I typically got most of my stuff from Twitter and social media sites like that. And occasionally you would get CNN, but of course CNN has their own biases as well. Mm-hmm. But it's, uh, I, I, I guess CNN is more so on the liberal side when it comes to how they report stuff versus like a Fox or something. I try to use the, um, you know, we all got iPhones, so I try to use the, um, I try to use the news app on my phone. Uh, I haven't been using it that much recently, but I was real big on it, especially in high school. Um, I would say that, I would say that is a pretty good source if you want to get a general idea of of what's going on. Right. But if you want to get more so into the specifics and get into the heart of a lot of issues, I say I do say that uh, a lot of people on social media are really getting to the heart of a lot of these issues, mm-hmm. and they're um they're at the very least they're offering a different perspective than the, than the news outlets. Yeah, it was way different because the news outlet, uh, say you say you watching the news and you're watching riots or protests, you're seeing those from uh some from somebody who just got there, or you're seeing that from a helicopter cam, where uh comparing that to social media. You're comparing that to somebody that was there all day, somebody who experienced what was going on, who was like, I can tell you the truth of what happened. The media is lying. Right. And these people actually have in, in this in this modern day and age, it's impossible to not have evidence. Yeah. And these people have the evidence and they're posting that evidence. Yep. So to talk about the political climate as a whole, um, I kind of want to approach this because I see a lot of I see a lot of people. I seen a tweet and ah, it spoke to me. It was I see a lot of people very very vocal about the writing and very silent about the issue, or being silent about the cause. And so like I remember when everything at first popped off and people would ask me like how do you feel? Or Ramir would ask me like how do you feel about everything that's going on? And my my stance have always been the same. Like I feel weird about it, but I support I support the writing. I support uh, I was supporting the um uh the protests and I was like, look, the writing isn't always the writing isn't the best. It's, yes, there's going to be a bad apples everywhere. There's going to be bad apples everywhere, but it's getting the uh, the news is getting out. The people the people are being seen. It was like, oh my gosh, they're attacking the news source. That was like, that's the best place to go. That yeah. actually that actually is the best place. Now, see when they were protesting in front of CNN, because I I pretty much would agree with you on that. I did. I really when everything first started, I really didn't know how to feel about it mm. because I was agreeing. I was I was agreeing with the riots because I'm like I know I know at the end of the day I know what you guys are riding for. Yes. Exactly. And there's no way I can stand against that. Right. I can't fuck with the looting though. Yeah. Because there's no way you can justify the looting to me. Mm-hmm. 
like a lot of um and i saw a lot of people basically saying like um in terms of the looting like you know uh we're just taking back you know like we're, we're taking back from the companies that have taken so much from us but i'm like what you guys don't feel to understand is is that it's going to do more harm than good because of the fact that the shit they have is insured mm-hmm. yeah so they don't even care about the stuff that you're taking they're not driving yeah. about that it's like it's probably a drop in the bucket for them even mm-hmm. if you do their whole store they can replace that whole store right and if uh, they don't replace that whole store that you guys burnt down and looted they're gonna move it out of the neighborhood and it's gonna affect you and it's gonna affect the community and it's gonna exactly. affect the community it's gonna affect the people who need that stuff you may not need it and you may sit there and say oh well you guys care more about corporations and lives it's not about that right it's about people who still have to live there when you guys go home mm-hmm yeah, it makes sense. And you know, I saw something about they, 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 um, when it comes to looting too, like you said, like most of the stuff wasn't sure, and then a lot of stuff because um, they, I remember they robbed a, a popular uh, jewelry place in uh, in the Linux. Some of that stuff is tracked. Yeah, and he, they, and then um, even the, the owner of that particular shop said all the stuff they took was wasn't even the real jewelry, because they they said they all their real jewelry gets locked up and safe by the by the end of the night. So all the stuff they were stealing was fake. I know, I know exactly. I don't, what I, don't I just, I don't remember the name of the store. I don't know either, but I do remember seeing it. Yes, he and he said all the stuff that was stolen was fake. So I mean, you you, you think you you know you, you out here you doing something stealing all this jewelry and chains and stuff, but it's not even it's not even real. This you, you just this is fake, and it's not it's not like the places don't got cameras. You know what I'm saying? It's like so you you stealing. Mostly, you probably not thinking about you know hiding your face enough, and even though you should, because you really should have a mask on regardless. Right. But you know, most people probably not thinking like that, so they out here stealing, and then you, you pretty much just setting yourself up, and you're making yourself look crazy, you know. I seen one tweet uh, when all that stuff was going on. Some dude that stole a bunch of iPhones. Mm-hmm. Police came to kick the door in. They tracked the iPhones. Crazy. So it's like, so I'm, it's, I'm saying all that to say that it's like. Don't lose sight of what's important and don't take advantage of the situation just because you want material gain. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Because that's not what this is for. Right. It's, a, it's always a bigger picture behind this, you know? You know, because you can sit there and say that, oh, we're taking that from the corporations, but that's really not. I know I know for an absolute fact that was not the statement that came in your mind when you went to go loot. Right. You were not thinking of corporations. You were thinking about yourself in a time in a time where that's really not the ideal way to be thinking. Mm-hmm. Do you want to go ahead and uh, try to take this time to, because, you know, we all went ahead and on air said that we support, uh, um, vocalize what the issue is or basically vocalize what we support, Yeah, if that makes sense. So I guess I'll go first and um, look at everything. I support, I, I support the change. I support the, the anger. Um, I recognize the issues of... Um, the separ- separation between uh, whites and blacks, the systemic, not systematic, systemic racism right. in America, and the constant uh, acts of police brutality, and the constant acts of police brutality. So I'm against all of these things that are going on, and I'm looking to I support statements like defund the police. Right. There's there shouldn't be there's I'm I'm an English major going to be. Um, going to be a teacher and I wholeheartedly believe in myself that I'm going to teach the children teach children that I interact with the truth about the world the truth about what's going on and I just it doesn't make sense to where say 
New York, New York's police department is 21 billion and their education department is somewhere in a hundred thousand, somewhere in the millions. And, and it's so many, it's so many states like that, dude. I've seen, I've seen a good few graphics over the past few months where people are like comparing police, police budgets to, um, to the other budgets. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make any sense. It literally doesn't make sense because of the fact that the bar for police is so much further ahead than every other bar. And it's, yeah. and it's, it's like, like there was, and it's like, and it's like there there are other industries in y'all in y'all's uh, in, in, in y'all's economy exactly. in your city that are only getting hundreds of thousands of dollars while police are getting twenty billion exactly, and or, it's, it's or like, ten billion or fifteen billion, like. Why not? Why not distribute that? Exactly. If you're not gonna at least defund the police, then distribute that money more evenly. Exactly. Because what the hell are the police doing? Mm-hmm. They're not doing their job. They're not protecting and serving. They're not upholding the law. But you get twenty-one billion. Right. It's not even going towards training. What is it even going towards? Exactly. If y'all gonna put twenty-one billion in the twenty-one billion, ten billion, however much it is, we need a breakdown of, the, of exactly where that money is going. Exactly. Because it's obviously not going towards training. Right. And it's obviously not going towards resources that are helping people. Bro, let, let me tell you, because to become, it is super easy to become a police officer in this country. It, it, the 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 standard, it, it it doesn't make any sense. The fact how easy it is to become an officer in in in, um, in this country, it doesn't make any sense. My older brother, who uh, he he goes from job to job, you know, it's, it's based on a whim, you know. It took it took he went to he he went to police training. And by the time I came back, he was he was an officer. He didn't stick with the job, obviously. He, he you know he bounced around, but he he became a police officer in less than maybe three weeks. You know what I'm saying? I, and I don't know if that's for every county. I don't know, like, but I know I know the fact that the fact from somebody who who bounces from jobs to become an officer that easily without no type of formal training, like, it, it it doesn't make any sense, you know. And it, like you're saying on, on the lines of how 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 they, their budget can be arranged from 21 million. I know I remember being in, in um in, in a, a, a you know a public school in New Jersey, and, and that was in the in a rougher area. Yeah. But the fact that we have to those schools, I remember I, I vividly remember my teachers saying, you know, we got we're, they're struggling. They my teachers used to try their best to get their students as you know as much equipment as they can, as the, the best books they can, but. They had they they the schools some weren't funded enough. They 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 struggled to get us updated books. You know what I'm saying? Like some of the books we had were torn down, raggedy, pages falling out, the spines were coming out from the books, and it makes no sense that schools that you know educating the the, the new generation, the upcoming generations, youth, youth, yeah, up, up, educating these, giving these students, giving us. The appropriate and a fair chance of the quality education came bef- came bef- that much before you know the police. It, it doesn't it doesn't even make any sense to me. And man, to add on to that with the whole education system, man, a lot of these extracurricular um, activities aren't even funded. Yeah. Because a lot of the time, like when I was in um in high school, I was on swim team. We had to do fundraisers. Mm-hmm. Like we had to do fundraisers just to, just to make sure that we had enough stuff and supplies. We had to, we had to do fundraisers to make sure that we could get our fucking uniforms. But that stuff that should already be in the budget. Exactly. No, you know, once a club once a club is established, don't just shouldn't done. Uh, yeah, once a club or a team is established, don't, doesn't the school give you a budget? All right. So, but y'all can put that much money towards the police, who don't do their fucking job, and if they're doing their fucking job, they're not doing it effectively. Yeah. 
And yes, I understand that it's not all cops who, who are bad, but fuck that. Because the good cops sit aside, let the bad cops do whatever. Exactly. And, and I, but I will, I will address the nuance in that because a lot of the times they're so outnumbered. Yeah. Yeah. And the ones who do actually manage to speak up, they get fucked over. Yeah. They get their jobs, they lose their jobs, they get harassed to the point of suicide. Yeah, yeah. I literally seen something like that. I seen something to the point where it said, um, uh, yeah, like a police officer, uh, you know, speaks out uh, in his department, gets fired, and somebody was like, "This is why there's no such thing as good cops yeah. because good cops that try to speak out lose their job, lose yeah. their way of life. They can no I, longer, they can no longer try to fix the system from within because they remove every opportunity." Yeah, and I saw something about it. It was a detective. I don't know what department he was in, uh, or what police department he was in, but he uh, he, he got fired for wearing a Black Lives Matter mm. shirt. Really? Yeah, he got fired for wearing a Black Li- uh, a Black Lives Matter shirt to, his, uh, to their office. They fired him. So it's like you can just from simple stuff like that. You already see you that they 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 have opportunities to change, but they just don't want to. Cause at the end of the day, their their alliances don't fall for protecting. Black folk, it, it's 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 protect and serve. That's what that, that's what they, that's the oath they take when they when they you, when you get sworn in to become an officer. You gotta protect and serve. It, it but it, it doesn't. It, it seems like black folk don't apply when it comes to black to protect and serve. That's that's not who they're supposed to protect and serve. You know what I'm saying? And it's it's crazy. You know, you see you see you, you read about you know people calling the police, like especially black folk calling the police because we we in danger and they come and do more danger than. What's already what's they already facing? Or they might not even respond. Exactly, they might not even respond. They might not even come to the area because they, they or they might take they might get their hours late. Exactly, like the incident is already resolved, or it's not even not even resolved. The incident's already happened. The, you, you know, you, 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 done, can, you done got robbed, you done got hurt, you done got you know somebody done, done got shot. The most you can do is take a fucking statement. Exactly, and go back and go back to the office. Get the, write a, get the go, amp- go write a report. So it's like it's it's just ridiculous, man. Like it doesn't it doesn't make any sense. It truly doesn't make any sense to how this police system in this country works. So when you sit there and think about it, um, I, I, I saw I saw it a while ago. Um, it's something I never knew that the police was basically started right after Reconstruction mm-hmm. to basically to keep black people in line. Mm-hmm. So there has always been an inherently racist bias in the police system because that's literally what it was. That's literally what it was conceived for. Yeah. Yeah, because basically. They um when it was talking about all that it was discussing basically how um uh after slavery was abolished the country as a whole was like what do we do yeah. with all of these now free black men how what do we do we just lost our we lost our we lost our economy because slavery was slavery became economy to a certain point in time yeah. because Especially in south the was so yeah because yeah, the south was so virtuous was so uh successful because of the free labor yeah right and so once that free labor disappeared it was like what, what can we, we do? do what can we do to to replace this and so basically you know jails was built and these institutions was built and petty laws of marijuana and soliciting and uh no shirt and stuff like that yeah. were placed yeah. to yeah. to to place all of these people in jail to then still profit off of them yeah, and when you when you think about the reconstruction, you you gotta think you you really just thinking you can kind of reflect about how much this country has failed black folk, cause the the union winning this the union winning the war and then abandoning the 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 black black folk in the south going back up north if they if just think about if they would have stayed and they was able to enforce 
actually enforce some of the things that they were supposed to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, force some of the policies that they were supposed to enforce. You know, and just really think about think about the the impact that that could have had if if they could have actually. You know, because make some type of a change, make some type of a difference. You saying that just made just just made me think of this point. Um, you know, Juneteenth just recently passed. Right. The reason we celebrate Juneteenth is that's because the last that was the day that that the slaves learned of their freedom. They were already free. Yeah, in the last state in Texas. The last slaves were in Texas when they finally were told that they were free. free. I think it was what two years later. Yep. Yeah. But to your like so so to your point, what would have happened if they uh if the unit would have actually stayed? Yeah, I feel I feel like some I feel like some good would have. I don't feel like it would have been it would have you know, been in, nice. in, entirely benevolent yeah. or entirely good. But I do feel like it would have been in a better place. Yeah, because you, you have you have people there who actually it's gonna kind of at least at least tell you like all right you got your freedom you can do you you know and then at least help you build a system because when they, those years when they were still there. Black folk was doing pretty good for themselves, you know what I'm saying? Like this, I, I just learned this from my my um my African American uh, history class, you know, that uh, black folk was doing when we learned of our freedom, we had opportunities to actually grow and shine and develop. We was doing good. We had Black Wall Street at one point, man. Yeah, and what they happened to that? In Tulsa, in, in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and what the fuck did they do? They came and murdered us. Burned the shit down. Burn, burned it down. <laughs> at the end of the day, it all it all makes sense because. Uh, the argument is, you know, we fought the war, we paid our time, the sla- uh, slavery was abolished. But slavery wouldn't have been abolished without war, yeah. meaning y'all fought for to keep slavery. So once y'all lost that war, y'all wasn't all, everybody wasn't on the same agreement of feeling good about these slaves being free. Yeah. Right. And and so honestly, it only makes sense for systemic racism to then continue throughout our history and we right. and honestly the, the world war wasn't even a, well, the, the civil war wasn't even really about slavery, slavery. It, it was yeah. slavery was a was a, a centerpiece but of it wasn't that about war. slavery yeah it, it wasn't, wasn't about, about slavery, slavery. No, it was that wasn't in the main issue yeah lincoln freed the slaves for the technical advantage yeah. of war exactly because if it wasn't for that, you wouldn't. Have and, done. and then, and granted, he didn't free all the slaves. That's that's another thing they don't tell you. He freed, when he, he freed the slaves in the were, south. There was there was not even that. He freed he freed he freed them in rebelling states. Yeah. So states that were fighting. So states that. Because yeah, not every state. Because not every, and people. I think some people forget that not every state actually partook in the civil war. There was there was some northern states that had well not northern states but. Within so that like, range, that like had so, that had slaves. So I, like some like I believe it might have been like kind of um, in the middle. Yeah, like sort of sort of like that area. Yeah, of like uh, maybe uh, like uh, like a DMV kind. Of? Yeah, because yeah, when you when you think about it, like all right, so we sitting here today in our world, where do you can where do you consider the South stops? At least on the East Coast, where do you think the South stops? I say like Texas. Like I, 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 I say, like in terms of like going, 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 up, up. going up, yeah. Let's see. Because like some people up. say, some yes. people consider uh, Virginia is kind of as a country. Virginia uh, yeah. was a southern state. Yeah, I say, yeah. Like that's what I usually heard. I, I I say probably from West Virginia down, because you know, you, but then Virginia as a whole, it, depending on where you go in Virginia, it, it 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 varies. Yeah, yeah. I had when I first moved to Virginia, I moved to Virginia in fifth grade. The first county in the first place I stayed in was uh, Bull Run, Prince William County. Um, that area was actually very famous. Um, uh, the, the Battle of Stonewall took place there. 
there was a bunch of Stonewall statues. Stonewall is uh, the commander, the very popular commander of the South. He was very respected. Um, he was a great commander. He was just on the wrong side. Right. But um, yeah, there was high schools and there was cities and there was uh, there was historical parks where you see the weapons and everything. Like that's <laughs> that was the first place I stayed in Virginia. Right. It was so crazy to me. It's so ironic to me that like everywhere I felt like everywhere I've stayed in my life has had a really big impact on the country on the country and our present today. I stayed in Jersey and Virginia. I now stay in Jer- in Georgia, and it was just like learning all that about that whole area. I only stayed there for a year, but it was just like you can you the the proof of systemic racism is within that city because they're proud of their history and build statues and name monuments and name high schools and After middle these schools in streets like there's permanence of this. Yeah. Of yes, of of the racism battles that were going on there. And the thing about it is is that when you really sit there and think about it, you go through the education system learning nothing about this. Yeah, because you. when you sit there and think about it, how often are you taught in your school about the um, about the background and the history of where you of 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 your city yeah. or your state? Because me saying this right now, I've I don't think I've ever really had a formal lesson about Atlanta or a formal lesson about Georgia that wasn't in U.S. history, and. I can't even consider that because of the fact that it's U.S. history. Yes. So they're only going to touch on certain topics. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's mainly an overview, like a survey class mm. instead of a detailed discussion. And I feel like I feel like they need to put that in the education system, at least in, at the yes. high school. Let's level. tell you, let's inform you of it, you know, and just to let you know about where you grew up. Yeah, because I know I, I grew I, I I went to. I didn't I didn't go to high school in um, New Jersey, but when I growing up learning about New Jersey history, all you really know is that New Jersey was in was a part of the, the Union. So you know you you know you're a part of you was a part of the Northern Star. You know, like when it comes to that, when at least it comes to that. That's I, I and that's a that's probably the gist of it. Yeah, I was just gonna say like I feel I feel that's basically just just the, as as much as people know about it in terms of the race. Uh, the history of race in their state is like okay, we were we were either in the Confederacy or we were, we were either in the Union. Yeah, and you and you know the Union was good. That's 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 pretty much how my teachers used to sum it up to. It's like pretty much Union's good. The Confederacy was bad. Pretty much, but they don't go. You know, you don't ever go into more detail than that. There's, so you know, there's never no, there's never any nuance and there's never any details. Yeah, and then then like from learning about that and then coming down to the Georgia, and then actually that's when I started to, to see Confederate flags and see you know. A little, you know, you learn about the area you're in is by seeing some of the, the people that are there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I went when I came coming down to um, coming down to Georgia was a bit of a culture shock for me. You know, it was it was it was completely different than what I was accustomed to. Yes, and just learning and you, and I, I you know you 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 learn you learn. All right, well Georgia was a part of the, the South, so you you already in my mind I'm already thinking it's gonna be a whole bunch of country racist people down here. Granted, there is it, it, there is you know racist people. You can. You, you get it I mean of course yeah. of course it's in Atlanta but it, it you get more of that the further you get outside of Atlanta yeah like and, I, and I, I was in I was in Augusta oh, yes, but I was in, I was in a blacker part of Augusta but still it's like you know you just seeing just seeing some of the things I saw it's like man this is this is this is different because granted there, there are racist people in up north too but northern races kind of show their they show their race in, in different ways 
if you know what I mean. Like it's there's different there's different ways there's different styles and there's different ways of being racist. That's true. And I think northern people are a little bit well depending on where you go up north because there's people who are proudly racist, but they when they show their racism through like. They're at, it's like so like you, you say you apply for a job you're more qualified type that and then say and you can that's still that's still a way that it, you can, it can happen down here too but it's just I guess it's they're more closed they're closet racist you know yeah what I'm so that oh, okay. the yeah. action will happen instead of down here I have friends and colleagues that stayed in so, southern parts of Georgia that would that have blatantly been like somebody threw a carton of eggs at me. And called me a nigger and did this and that. That wouldn't happen. That wouldn't happen as much up north, where yeah. it would just be more prominent in the system. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah, they're more. Their racism is more so in the system. Yeah, it's definitely more systematic. But I mean, it's, I mean, racism is still racism at the end of the day. Yeah. And I guess, I, I guess, it more. Yeah, they kind of. Yeah, yeah. It's it's definitely more systematic, and you can kind of see it. You can. Uh, you can see it, yeah. You can you can definitely see more to the system. You can just definitely, it's 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 kind of hard to describe in a way, but it's it it, it hits you differently up there I mean, versus that, down here. That makes sense because it's it's two different areas. Yeah, and then also you know depend on your area too. Because I didn't really go to the school. I, I didn't up until high school. I didn't go to school with any white people too. So my area was just mostly black and. Uh, Black and Haitian and Caribbean, so I didn't I didn't really deal with uh, white I didn't I didn't really deal with white people besides my teachers. Those are the only white people that I've ever really known was my teachers up prior to me coming down to Georgia and interacting with more white people. Pretty much, and it's like it's because I've um I'm, I've pretty much been in the same situation. I've pretty much lived in black black neighbor and in, in predominantly black neighborhoods and um. And uh, went to basically all uh, schools with you know, a bunch of black people or Africans or um, or Mexicans or Latinos. And the only white folks I really knew were my teachers. Mm. Now my interactions with my teachers were pretty good. Uh, I don't really there were no there there was never any ov- uh, overt racism or really any undercover racism I guess from the teachers. But it's just uh, the few interactions I've had with white people like outside of school and stuff have been weird because. It's like they don't know how to react to us. Yeah, you know, it's like it's like they don't know how to talk to us. They don't know how to approach us. They don't. And when we when we speak to them, you can see they're uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I definitely say like it was. I I wouldn't say she was racist, but she definitely for a teacher who who has been working with black students a lot. It would be certain instances and where you can just see that she was kind of. It would be moments where she was just kind of uncomfortable. Dealing with black students. I had a white history teacher who would literally, like, she was a great teacher until they got to slavery. Yeah. She just glossed over it. If it dealt with racism, she glossed over it. If it wasn't, if it wasn't just general history, she glossed over it. Yeah. And I'm like, that's not you what came to a though. predominantly black school to teach history. Yeah. But you're not gonna tell us about our history. Because it makes you uncomfortable. Yeah. If you knew that coming, this is not your first time. This is not your first year teaching history. So there's no way in hell you're gonna sit up here and say, "Oh, I didn't, I didn't know about this, or I don't know about that, or I don't know how to feel about this." No. You knew the information before you came here, so just just regurgitate the information. Yeah. If it makes you uncomfortable, then you have to ask, you have to look at yourself and ask yourself why you're uncomfortable. Yeah. 
because it's not an issue with your students. Right. The conversations as a whole is uncomfortable, and that's why I support everything that's going on right now because it's making people uncomfortable. Uncomfortable. We kind of, you know, we we use this. This conversation actually was like very helpful in like understanding kind of like the history or the reasons why. Where, why what's happening is happening and what's going on is what's going on. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of want to, um, uh, first let me correct, uh, it was the Battle of Bull Run and in Woodbridge, Virginia, and the general was Thomas Stonewall Jackson. He was, his nickname was Stonewall oh, yeah. because he was that, he was that good of a general that it was like his, his battle strategies and stuff like that were like a Stonewall. Oh, uh, okay. Um, kind of move on and talk about the responses that's been going on because of uh, these riots and protests and stuff like that. I know you, Divide, went out and protested one day. Yeah. I actually went out um, not too long ago. I probably haven't even talked to you about it. When I was uh, up in Maryland with my father, I, I went and visited the uh, Black Lives Plaza yeah, you told and me protested that. out there. Because, um... Cause that's the street that leads directly to the White House, right? Yep. It was a crazy situation. It was a crazy feeling. It wasn't too many people out there protesting. I had a bunch of mixed feelings about it, because you know people gonna be people. So there was a lot of people kind of profiting off of Black Lives Matter. Um, right. Before I even go, before I even continue, I like when I say Black Lives Matter, I'm not talking about the organization. I feel like this whole thing has gotten super political. Our lives as Black people, as Black men, as Black women, as Black children, has become extremely political. When I say Black Lives Matter, I'm not talking about the organization. I'm talking about actual black lives. Yeah, I'm talking about, like, we're talking about people that, <clears throat> we're talking about ourselves, people that look just like us, our families, our friends, people that we've grown up with, people that, people that we have, people that we don't even know. You know, you can't, you can't diminish, you can't diminish the value in a life just because you don't agree with it. Yeah. It became a political thing to where that, in response, all lives matter came out and Blue Lives Matter came out and it's not about politics, it's yeah. about everyday life. And that's and that's the whole thing and it's like, when I started seeing Blue Lives Matter, I'm like, what the fuck is that even, like what the fuck are you even talking yeah. about Blue Lives Matter? You can take that uniform off exactly. and you go home. I can't take my skin off. I can't take my fucking skin off. Exactly. So And I think it just comes because I think people, when they hear things, they just refuse to try to understand. They don't. They don't attempt to understand what we are trying to say when we say Black Lives Matter. And that's they don't. They don't. They don't. They refuse to understand why we're out here. They don't. They refuse to understand. You know. They, they don't. They don't want to put their. You know their shoe. Their their feet. They they don't. They don't want to try to you know switch places with us. They don't want to understand the struggles that we have to deal with daily just by being black the you know the the things that we have to do differently because of our skin color and uh, and the ways that you know we, we we've been dealing with the police and other matters you know they don't they don't even attempt to understand so when they hear us saying this they was like but my life matters but we trust, never trust, said that we me. never said that your life trust never matters trust me america has proved to us time and time again that your life matters exactly we want our lives to matter the same exactly. as yours. We're like, not even saying we're not saying, oh, we want to get rid of white people or we want to push white people away from all this. Not like we'll do. No, we're just saying we want to be treated. It, just treat us with respect. Exactly. With equality. Yeah, and I think the, I think the major problem is, is that white folk have such a they have such a fear of no longer being that that dominant category that, that, that dominant group in America. 
that when they see change, when they see black folk going out here and doing things, they start, they start, they, they instantly get scared. They instantly get fearful because they, they don't like the, they don't like, they don't want to even see a, a slight change in, in the powers, you know, the, the power system they got going on in and America. That's, and, and what you're saying now is exactly why they, why they took out Black Wall Street. Exactly. They, they don't, they don't want, they're fearful of change. They, they, they've been the dominant category of people in the country for so long. Since its inception. Yeah. Because the country was bid for white people. The country was, since, since race became a thing. Cause I, if if you don't know, race is socially constructed. It's not. It's there. It, there it, was no such even, thing as a race before. It's not even real. Yeah. So, but since race became a thing, since putting people in the categories became a, became a thing, and they have been the dominant group. They've been the dominant party, and they're fearful of a shift. Cause they fear. Cause I, I don't. I, I guess deep down in their mind, they feel like, well, if if, if the black folk or if other another minority group become that it group that power group, or they they begin to. Possess more power. Yeah, they're gonna start doing what we've been doing them do them for years, and, and they're know, fearful. And, of you that. know what? And you know what, man? You saying that they're fighting so hard to stay on top because they don't want to be looked at as a minority. Exactly. Why? Because this country is fucked over minorities since its literal exactly. fucking inception. Like they, they don't so want to be know, a minority party. You know exactly what the fuck is going on. You know what has been going on. You know the history. And you don't want to accept the fact that things are changing because you're scared of being treated by the people that you're oppressing. Exactly. And, I, I, and when you think about it, everything that's been going on, with it's, let's think about like an issue with abortions. The, the real reason why they want abortions to be to stop, they want to, they want to ban abortions so bad is because the people who get abortion more are white women. So they, and, and, and from that sense, that means less white babies are being born. That means their numbers are decreasing, even though if you look at a textbook or or you just look at any type of information, there's more white people in this country than there is anybody else, right? They're still, they're still the majority. Yeah, so by it, a look, huge, look by, at, by double digits. Their margin in terms of it's insane, and I'm not even saying that that is that the numbers that they have are correct because you don't, you don't, I don't know how these numbers are. They they probably it, they they can inflate numbers, they can decrease numbers. You know, it, it's just it's just to make it look better on their part. But yes, let's say those numbers are accurate. Yes, because a, a couple of you, you're, you're fearful that much that that these women are getting abortions that you, you want to you want to straight up ban them because your your numbers are going down. But when in fact this come on now like enough women are, are being enough kids are being born in general and your your numbers is going to stay like that for a while. So it's, it's, it's them giving abortions. They them wanting to control their bodies does that doesn't affect you, but. They, they're fearful of they're fearful of them becoming the minority. So and it, and this is just minority when it comes to numbers. This is not becoming that's because they they're becoming minorities when it comes to their numbers. That doesn't mean they're becoming minorities when they come to the power that they still hold in the country. You know what because I'm saying? That power's built in. Yeah, they're, the power the power they have. My bad. It's all good. <laughs> but the power that they have in this country that's that's not going away. I mean, you can. I mean, you can try to diminish it, but it's they still like I said, the country was built for them, so they they still gonna have a, a firm grasp. They're gonna still have a firm hold. It doesn't matter if their numbers are aren't as wild or they're they're not the minority when it comes to the numbers anymore. You know what I'm saying? But they they just they just so fearful of a, a, a reverse, and they're fearful of what happens if once. A black person, or when black people become a minority, and or they start making, they had to start having power. You know what I'm saying? So they they're so fearful of change that they just they don't want to accept, they don't want to listen, they just reject everything when it comes to anything dealing with 
any aspect of change in the country. Yeah, man, you sound real smart over there. Man. I I agree wholeheartedly with what you with what you said. I just twist a little bit. Um, they do have the fear, um, but I wouldn't say that that fear is built because they know we are in power and they're not in power and we're in fear of taking over. They're scared of that change, but if you look into our history classes, just like how Divide not too long ago was talking about my history teacher glossed over black history and slavery and stuff like that. It's where through our system, we're, we're not taught about black history and black power and stuff like that. And you have to be educated about, uh, you have to go out of your way to educate yourself about that. And when you're, when you're in a community where there's not too many black people, there's no point, there's no reason, you feel no personal reason to be educating yourself about something like that. And so with everything that's going on right now with the demand for change, it's that, it's that fear of power, but their fear of why, why are black people doing this out of nowhere? Yeah. Why are black people because they because they don't know because they don't educate. I've been in. Uh, I went to um, Reinhardt University up in Cherokee County, which is which is like so ironic. Cherokee County um, and all the counties, Pickens County, all surrounded, um, were very predominantly white. Uh, I had a I had a very close friend. I do still have a very close friend that's from Pickens County currently. He's a police officer over in Pickens County. Uh, I had practiced at his high school a few times. There was about four or five black people at the high school altogether. There was about four or five black people at the high school altogether, which is very crazy because Cherokee County, Pickens County are all Native American lands that were taken and stuff like that. They weren't educated about that. They yeah. weren't known about that. It's just all throughout the system. I through living in living in that community for a year, I've seen people I've seen white people and people that weren't the same skin color and me be um uncomfortable around me and be uncomfortable with my culture and how I act and why do you listen to this music and why do you dress this way? Why do you talk this way? When in response, I seeing you was my friend, my homie. Not really seeing the difference, but not seeing the difference, not being intimidated by the difference yeah, right. as they were to me, if that makes sense. Yeah. And we're demanding all this change, and it seems like right now we're getting a whole bunch of BS responses. We're asking for defund the police, like we had talked about extensively. We're talking about um, better training for the police, like we have talked about extensively. That's not happening. Like I said, I had went to, um, I was up in DC, I was up at Black Lives, uh, Black Lives Matter Plaza. Um, they, it's all good and dandy. And that's why I said I felt really weird there because it felt it was very historical being there. I felt like I was in a very historical place and time period of my life as I was there, but it still felt weird because instead of real change seeing happening in DC, instead I'm seeing in big bold letters across the across the street saying Black Lives Matter, defund the police. They haven't done it, but it's there. The yeah. governor of, of DC, the mayor of DC, was the person that did that. Instead of instead of making change and actually defunding the police. They took the park and plaza right outside the White House and named it Black right, Lives Matter yeah. Plaza. And so it felt it was it was a mixture of a whole bunch of different feelings. I had uh, me and my brothers had opportunity to talk to a police officer while we was over there. Um, 
we got to experience and see other people while we were over there. We um, seen so many signs, so many people. Um, it was such a such a crazy situation. It was such a crazy situation. People talking to us, people interacting. I love you and your family. Uh, stay safe, stay strong. So much stuff going on, and it was just a confliction because it was good going on, but I felt like it was still somewhat a distraction. I was like, I appreciate all these people out here, but then there's the people on the side of the road selling Black Lives Matter shirts. You're... I kind of felt like you were just profiting off of this and that. There was one person, he was like, I drove, I actually really messed with what he was doing. He had his car, he had his Mercedes Benz. The Mercedes Benz was um, signed all the way through from top to bottom, all the windows, somebody had signed it. He was like, he straight up said, take pictures, post it. Um, I'm trying to get this into the Smithsonian. This is a part of history. I've taken this car all around the country. And uh, for this, um, for for this change, for this movement that's going on and talk to people all throughout the country. And I have signatures from, in, from 48 of the 50 countries. And it was just real cool. And it was just like, but a lot of stuff felt weird. A lot of stuff felt weird. A lot of stuff was making fun of Trump. Um, all the situations, like you can make fun of the president or whatever, but I don't really take any of that stuff serious, if that makes sense. It's not, that's not what I care about. Right. But yeah, so it's like stuff like that. It's the murals there. You was talking about before we even started recording the, um, yeah. the Breonna Taylor mural that they're talking about putting up. Yeah, so to basically keep on what you said, there's, um, if I remember correctly, it's uh, the mural's gonna be painted in Annapolis. Um, on a basketball court. So, what you're telling me is, is that you're gonna put a mural of somebody who was wrongfully killed by the police on a basketball court, where that mural will either A, not be appreciated because people are not gonna go to that park anymore, or B, is gonna get messed up within a few weeks because people are gonna still play on that court. Right, I mean, it'll be a, a situation like, um, like a Martin Luther King Street. Yeah. I mean, like, because, 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 because to those, to listeners who don't know, every MLK across the country is in the hood. Yeah. And not even, not even the safe part of the hood. It's yeah, always it's in the, it's always in the worst the part, part, the, the worst area. part, the poorest part of that city. But, sense. but yeah, man, to just add on to what you were saying about like the whole, the whole Black Lives like Matter like way thing, like the the street name and all that. All these just feel like really hollow, shallow gestures. Just, yeah. Like right. the thing, like like you said, the street said Black Lives Matter, defund the police, and that and that came from the governor of that state. It wasn't. It wasn't the governor. It was. It was, it was the mayor. The mayor. It came. So it came from the mayor of. It came from the mayor of that city. Either way, you're. Either way, you just let us know that you you're hearing exactly what we say. You're mm-hmm. just choosing not to do it. Mm-hmm. So I don't give a fuck about you naming this the street after us. I don't give a fuck about you painting the mural. Yes, those are nice gestures, but that's all it is. We need actions behind it. Yeah, yeah. Like that like you said, it's just gestures there, without actions is nothing. If there's no law like, being passed if there's no law being passed in, in in support of the movement, in support of the people, I don't give a fuck about what you can give me. Exactly. And like granted they they've been some places where they've been making some like some rules. I know in and uh in in the state that uh Breonna Taylor got she murdered and they they're making a rule against uh, well 
busted in and doing. But I'm, I'm granted, I, I'm pretty I sure this it's already it should already be a law against un, that. Yeah, like unlawful, All like unlawful, heist, yeah. and breaking and entering yeah. and stuff like yeah. that. Of or police. Like, or, or like I think it was like warrantly warrantly searches or something specifically yeah. something like that. Yeah, which is very ironic because the police officers who broke into Breonna Taylor's house. Killed her while she was sleeping. Killed her in her own home. Exactly. Murdered her in her own sleep. Are free. I had the sign I had actually brought because um through all of this process and it's still there's always there's always somebody that's still being oppressed. There's always everybody is privileged in a certain type of way. Yeah. Just because I have I have my difficulties because I'm a black man. I I have my dangers because I'm a black man. There's dangers I couldn't even think of and comprehend for black women. Exactly. And so many black women was talking about, we're seeing all this stuff for George Floyd. I'm not seeing nothing uh, for Breonna Taylor. Yeah. And so I had a two signed thing. I had a two. I had one side. One part of my sign had said, um, "What don't you understand?" And the other side said, "Free Breonna Taylor's murderers." Because those things was very prominent to me and very like on my mind and my heart. If that makes sense. Yeah. What I will what I will say on that though is that I don't think it's really fair to place blame on that. Right. Due to just due to due to the circumstances. Right. Of that because there was a lot going on at one time. Mm-hmm. And Breonna Taylor's murder wasn't recent when we found out. Yeah, it's all it's all about it's all about what's going on and uh what it's not it's nothing it's nothing to be like real angry about because George Floyd is what sparked it. Mm-hmm. Around the same time, yes, was Breonna Taylor we found out about later on. And then the um I can't remember his name right now, the person that was jogging down in Southern Ahmaud. Georgia. Oh yeah. Ahmaud Aubrey. Who got murdered. He's just, he's just, and so it's jogging. like and so it's like honestly I feel like for you to be upset that people's names were left out you have to think about how fast this stuff is coming in us yeah we can't we can't even sit here and remember everybody that's been that's been slain because it seems like it's something new every day yeah because because during because during the george floyd protest the dude was killed in the dude was killed in um in the wind at the wendy's yeah Yeah. and that wasn't so that was that's yet another name we have to protest yeah and uh i I, I can't remember his name i know i think it's elijah elijah something he used to play elijah 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 yeah he got he got murdered during this process as well and nah, it was, I thought it was a year or two ago. It, it was, nah, was it was it was, it, it was it was a year or two or was it or was it recent? It wasn't recent. Uh, I can't remember the exact. It probably time came. Right? It probably came into light recently. Yeah, it came into light recently. Yeah, because it came, like, it came into light very up. recently. Yeah, because I, I I found about. I didn't know. I didn't know if it was. I thought it was recent, but apparently, if if it, if it happened a couple of years ago, but at least it's getting light now. People are talking about it now. They even started t- um, talking about the other case. Uh, you remember a, a couple of years ago where that, that the um, the black the, the black kid got killed uh, in, the, in his they, high school uh, and they, rolled, they rolled, rolled him up, up in, in the, the Yeah, and then was literally how, how how old was I when that case was happening? I think I was in that was like I was like high school, right? Yeah, I think I, think I, I was probably like a freshman or sophomore, or sophomore year. year. Yeah, and it's like for that to be coming back up now is like. And, I'm, and, they um, also dismissed that case. They brought it back in. They just and they, they just, dismissed just dismissed it. I think not a day or two ago. Yeah, and it's it's just insane because it's like there's there was so much evidence that pointed to somebody getting convicted, because, but they because it doesn't hit that shit. The whole thing with the organs being missing. And, and, and folks basically trying to dismiss it, saying that, you know... Um, ruled as a suicide. Ruled as a suicide. Organs being missing. They're trying to... Rolled into a gym mat. They're yeah. trying to, people are trying to dismiss that part by basically saying that, oh, you know, it doesn't matter that his organs were missing because it's, it's stuff with newspaper because that happens sometimes, like, 
when like when when bodies are being embalmed and like cadavers are being made. But look, right? I don't care if you have a point about that. The boy was rolled up in a mattress. Exactly. He was found. He was found, found in the mattress. mattress. Yeah, found in the mattress. Exactly. So you you can't dismiss all of that. Yeah. So there's exactly. So, so you saying he killed himself and they removed his organs? So he so so he hit him. So he 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 struck himself in the back with a dumbbell. Is what yeah. you're telling me? He's telling me he he killed himself. Hit, hit himself with a dumbbell, t- removed his organs while he was. He's granted, he's still dead. He's still dead. And removed wrapped, his organs. Wrapped himself up completely Come in a gym. Come on now. Come but, on but, now. It, but it's suicide. Yeah. And it, it's, because it's, it's goes, crazy because they and, know and, who did it. And here goes the thing. Here goes the thing. If it was suicide, he was still wrapped up in a mattress, which means. Which means somebody found Somebody him. put him there. Somebody put him there. Exactly. So at the very least, even if it was suicide, somebody tampered with evidence. And it's like, yeah. bro, this, the fact is, they know who did it. They, they know he did. The only reason why he's not in jail right now is because he's white and his dad was an FBI agent. That's exactly what I heard. That's 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 the only reason why he's not in jail. So it's like, man. So it's he's like, man. White, he's white. He said his dad was an FBI, FBI agent, bro. It's like, man, I'm saying all this to say that it's like, man, y'all can't cause any further division by being mad at people for not remembering everything that's going on. Right. Because it's not, it's, it's counterproductive. Right. You're you're say, like, you're basically saying, like, you know, you guys aren't speaking up for these people. We're speaking up for everybody in general. We can't cover everybody specifically. I wish yeah. that we could. Mm-hmm. And granted, because I, because, I, because I wish that we could get each of these cases. I wish that we could get each of these people the justice that they deserve. Yeah. But in 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 this current political climate and in, and in just in this country in general, we just got to do what we can. Yeah. But I, I'm not gonna sit back and lie and say that black women don't get. They, black women do need more protection they in have, this country. They've been mistreated. Worth worth being black man for years. Yeah, because when you think about it, when 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 a woman gets pregnant, and they they who has the highest risk of dying because of pregnancy compl- complications? Black, black woman. woman, and that's because of the fucking in, inherent races, not inherent. That, but that's that's because of the racial bias in the healthcare system. There are doctors who legitimately believe that black women either exaggerate their pain or do not feel pain. Exactly. Yeah, so they do not and assist them. And it's like that that part right there really like even, that, that gets me. Even Serena like, Williams. Even Serena Williams who is who is who is the best tennis player in the fucking world. Damn near lost her life because her doctor didn't believe her. Her doctor was not trying to help her. Which it, it just it doesn't make any sense. Like I don't I don't I don't know what makes those doctors or those people who believe that what, 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 how does that make any sense they to them? We're not, in the hum, system. we're not human enough. Yeah, it's, in the, like, it's in the system. It's in the system. They're they're, like, if they're for a certain amount of years, uh, people in that industry, people in that profession were taught that black people don't feel the same pain as white people. I'm not even surprised, honestly. And it, but I don't. I still, still just thinking from a logical perspective. How does that make any sense? Right. Because the the body, regardless, the, regardless of your skin color, the body and the organs are still the same. The only thing I can think of, man, is that there's there's some kind of dehumanization process in the mind that they that they put black people through. They're just like, okay, this this isn't a normal person. Or right. this, yeah. this isn't a person at all that, yeah. that, I'm, that I'm talking like, to right now. That that thing that that makes me so fearful for when it, it comes a time where where. I, I it's, it's time for my my wife to have kids. You know what I'm saying? Or your mom. My mom. You know, when your you mom know? gets older, she might have health problems or something. And it just, I it would just, hate to have to. I would hate to have to lose my mind in a hospital because you're not helping my mom. Exactly. Simply because she's a black woman. Like that. Just the just the thought of it makes me angry. Cause the fact like if I if I have to if, if my if my wife about to give birth to her, our, our kid. And I, I, and let's say I, I, I and I, I somehow lose my wife in the process of giving birth because if I found these, myself, these you people, done. exactly like you, you could have it's something you could have done to save my wife. You could have saved, you know, like 
it, it's something you could have done, but you didn't do it because you thought she didn't feel pain or you thought she was exaggerating. Like you thought you you, bro, you think she did superwoman? Exactly. To the I point would, to the point where you put somebody's would you put somebody's spouse, somebody's loved one, and and their life on the line, their as life well as the unborn child? Exactly. So you telling me you you just because I'm black, I, all of a sudden yes, you just lost a mass, a lost a loss, a large amount of blood giving birth. You just you just spending a lot of energy. You're feeling so much pain, and you you say, and then I come I come and get you, and you say, oh she'll be fine, bro. If you don't treat if you don't treat her, I will lose my mind. I will lose my mind in that hospital. I I'll, I'll end up in jail. I'm telling you, cause I I will go insane. Like I don't this don't. If somebody says they in pain, they in pain. It don't matter what their skin color is. It don't matter, you know. It don't matter their race. Pain is pain. And man, if you don't go and treat them, it don't bro. even it don't even stop at the pregnancy. You can go you can go in there, you can go in there for 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 general health problems. Say like you have like a um. Like you, like your arm in pain or something, or, or your, or, or, or your liver, you having liver problems or something. Oh, you're fine. You're yeah. fine. Yeah. Or, or it's not as bad as you think it is. Here, exactly. take, take twenties. Call me in the morning. Yeah, we had talked about it. We had already talked about it. I can't remember the exact episode, but we had talked about it with the um with the algorithms, with the algorithms and the and the medical department, yeah. with the algorithms and the uh, censusing. Google's Project Nightingale. That's yeah, what it was. and talking about uh Google and how they um they showed higher paying jobs through their algorithm to men more than women. It's just these there's they're everywhere. The um these um what's the word? These biases. These biases. These privileges are everywhere it's everybody has a privilege but it's regardless everybody has a privilege and that's understood but we have to talk about the privilege of people that are going down the people that are at the lowest point right now to continue to talk about like these um these responses and everything like we had these murals that we feel weird about i said um i talked about how i felt weird about it before we even talked about um um before we even went on air we was talking about these uh all these voice actors and you uh divide had a lot to say about how about these voice actors and what they're um doing and sacrificing their jobs because they're like oh i feel like a black person should be taking this role yeah, man. So to dive into that, first off, we're going to put air quotes around sacrificing their fucking jobs. I don't give a fuck about these people giving up their giving up their voice acting jobs because the shit that pisses me off so much about that is the fact that you've been had that job. Mm-hmm. You've been had that job. You've been knew that that character was a person of color and you yourself are not. So for you to sit up here and say after years of playing that character, oh, a black person can have their turn. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. There's nothing else you have to... Like, no. Like, you... You've, take, you, you've taken the opportunity for some, from a person of color for so many years just for you to now sit up here and say, okay, now I feel bad mm-hmm. because of the political unrest. All right. But the country, was, the country has been in a state of political unrest for years. Yeah, like you said, this was very, it's not as prominent as it is now, but it was very prominent in 2016 when Trump was elected, when Colin Kaepernick lost his job kneeling in the NFL and all this stuff on. It was, it was going around when Colin wouldn't, when people would kneel at the, uh, at a, um, at a uh, national football game and the vice president of our country would leave. Yeah. And stuff like that. I um I do like I feel I feel the same I do feel weird about it like it's just um 
it's all it's all in response it's all the it's all because of the political climate that's going on it's all because of the hypersensitivity that's going on uh me and Ramirez we're very fans of the flash one of the characters on the flash just got fired because of old racist comments, comments yeah. that he had on social media and so they're gonna have to figure out how to replace him and stuff to do with that he was a central character in that too so it's just like i um like i was like uh the one I'm gonna say the example I brought up before we uh, got on air. There was a woman who uh, there's a show there's a show on Netflix called BoJack Horseman. Uh, they just finished up earlier this year. Mm-hmm. Had about uh, five seasons if I'm not if I remember correctly. Right. There's there's uh, a main a, a, a very central character is um, is Asian American, but she's voiced by a white woman. The voice actors just came out and said, like, not too long ago, basically, and said, oh, I regret, um, I regret voicing that character now. Or, or, or not even now, just I regret voicing that character. But you did it for five fucking seasons over the course of years. And then complain about it. You didn't say anything about it then. You had every opportunity to give that job up to a person or not even give that job up to a person, but, but to relinquish that job. And you didn't. But you want to sit up here and say, oh, I regret it now. Yeah, it's because of the that hypersensitivity. What, what changed? What changed to make you regret it now after the, after the show is said and done? It's everywhere. It's yeah. everywhere. They're seeing this. They're, you're seeing the change everywhere. It's the hypersensitivity. It's all the stuff that. It's all of this crazy because like I'm seeing all the stuff. This is why I feel conflicted about the thing. I like everything that's going on. I like the murals. I I very much appreciated what I saw when I was in D.C. Um, a lot of the stuff. Is I would is is good towards our community, but it's not what we're asking for as um, a response to the problems that's going on in America, that's going on in Atlanta, that's going on in D.C., that's going on around this country. Right. The um, Netflix has their has a Black Lives Matter collection. Netflix has a. Um, I'm glad I'm, I'm glad you said that. Yeah. And, I, and I'm sorry and I'm sorry to cut you off, but I w- I was just talking about this the other day with somebody. Like, I don't know how to feel about those. Yeah. Because of the fact that, like, you're highlighting the black stories, yes, but you're highlighting the trauma. Yeah. yeah. And the thing about it is, is that I, me, I don't, you know, I speak for myself when I say this, but, you know, like, I've, I've basically been on a kick for the past couple of years where I'm, I'm pretty much trying to consume media where where if, if there's not a black person involved in the show, mm-hmm. or there's not a black character in that show, in a prominent role, I'm not going to watch it. Mm-hmm. Because I'm, 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 I'm tired of seeing, like, I know that I, I, I know that might not sound right or whatever, but I'm just tired of not seeing my seeing my black people being not represented, being, right. not being represented on TV. Because it's like it's it's not fair. You guys get all white shows all the fucking time about anything, about anything you guys put your mind to. But we always get the same roles. We always get stereotyped. Yeah. Or if we do, we get put you in a st- uh, selective cast. <laughs> I, I, and, I won't, and I won't sit there and say it's always, but it's majority of the time. Yeah. When 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 whites are in charge of the show, right. we're typically stereotyped. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Because at least to, people at that least don't to a certain, at least to a certain degree. Yeah. Because there, there are even nuanced characters. There are even nuanced black characters who have like you know these these rich backstories, who are still stereotypes. Yeah. I don't know how many shows I've seen where the only black person in there is so happen to be a thug or a drug dealer or or even a star athlete or something like that, you know? And it's like it's always it, it's it's always it's it's more to us than just those couple of things, you know what I'm saying? Where is uh, you know a black guy don't always have to be an athlete. He don't always got to be a drug dealer. He don't always got to be a, you know, it's 
normally cast as the bad guy. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Yeah. It's just so. It's just so much more. It, when it when it comes to us, and it's just to put us in these limited roles just limits what other people. It it, it kind of it, it makes it, it makes other people think of us as that as well. Cause you, you, that's all you see. When you when you see a person doing the, the same thing, and like, oh well, I guess every every black person is bad, or you know, it just it puts us in categories that we don't need to be put in, you know. And then it's like, like Dave was saying earlier, how Netflix has like a Black Lives Matter section. Hulu has has its Black Story section. Mm-hmm. Now what I will actually no, now what I will say about Hulu is is that. If you go like on the app and stuff, you type in black stories. That is always I won't say this always been a thing, but it was a thing before this. Yeah. So and it and um it did highlight. Um, it wasn't just uh, you had a good variety. You know, you had you had of course the trauma. Right. You had you had like, like the documentaries and stuff, and you had like the uh, like the movies based on um true stories based on real events and all that. But you did have just enjoyment. Science fiction. Yeah, you had different kind of other genres. Right, like you had other genres, and I appreciated that because that felt authentic, you know. But as opposed to Netflix, it's it's, it's simply just the trauma. And I understand yeah. that that's education, but for you to have it so prominently there and say that Black Lives Matter, I feel like you should put multiple perspectives on those Black lives. Exactly. And, and 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 not and not just profit off of our trauma. Yeah, yeah. Because it's, it's it's been. Um, you know, we, it's, it's been various things going on in Black Lives, and we, not everything that happens in our lives is bad. You know, and of course you want to you want to see the good times, the good memories, the you know, and we want to see positive reflection reflections of ourselves too. You know, you, like you say, you can you can you can show the uh, the you know the best of the the the, the um the adversity that we face, but you also got to show us the, the good moments and the, the good times that we face as well and the, the opportunities where we overcome adversity you know mm. like if y'all gonna celebrate us celebrate us celebrate exactly. us wholeheartedly yeah what's crazy not to really counter mm-hmm. but to, to continue um I agree and they had we've had this this ongoing thing with um you know, black movies being a certain way and stuff like that. But what I did notice, what I thought about just now as y'all was discussing is that there's, because uh, I, I don't watch cable, so I watch all these streaming services. There's two different categories. So they have the Black Lives Matter collection. Mm-hmm. What if that Black Lives Matter collection is built, it's still not really right. It still probably don't won't even add up, but it is built around what's going on now and seeing this trauma and stuff like that. Because we have the they have the Black Lives Matter tra- uh, collection, and then where they have the um the other kind of like genres they have under the section where it's love uh, strong, strong black, black leads. leads. Yeah, because I um I actually I actually follow them. I follow I follow their IG account yeah. because they do post um they do post those different genres for black shows that 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 come what shows and movies that come on Netflix yeah so I'll I'll, I'll give them the credit on that one right but I do still feel like they're profiting off 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 yeah definitely a lot of a lot of these companies are still profiting like still talking about the responses and everything that's going on um it all it's all good and dandy and it all makes you kind of feel good and but it also makes you kind of feel weird because you i know how I've, I've examined how these corporations and how these big companies have worked throughout the years and they do what they need to do to um to make as much money as possible to be as profitable as possible they have that ongoing joke of uh 
it's it's now July. That means um, Pride Month is over. That as soon as July first hits, all of the all of the um, Pride posts is, is gone and disappears. I don't know if y'all saw it. But there was literally a video on Twitter where it showed exactly yeah. that. And they all disappeared and they all went back to the regular things. So yeah. these companies still try to they do their best to profit off of these things. You walk, we, uh, I walk through Walmart um, nowadays and hear messages talking about we hear you. Uh, we see things as um, what I just learned about. I took the African-American literature uh, last semester and we was talking about these mammies and these uh, uh, matriarchies and these, um, these bad... Uh, systemic racism ways of seeing black people uh, like Miss Buttersworth that just changed their their logo that yeah. just changed their person Sorry, their, their spokesperson yeah. I just um I just learned about that same stuff I took a uh, I took an African American I took an intro to African American studies class I think my freshman year yeah yeah my freshman year and um we learned about that same kind of stuff yeah yeah, and it, and it feels weird because it's all good and dandy. You're 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 making change. You you changed that historically racist figure that you have on the syrup bottle. But what that also speaks to me and proves to me is that you've known about this for years. I learned about this in college. You've known about this for years, but now that everything's going on and this hypersensitive sensitivity is going on, you know that it's now becoming common knowledge. And you're like, let me change it before I lose customers, yeah, before right. I lose money. Let me change it before more people. Think about it. Business is all that. That's just common business stuff. You know, they they always just gonna they gonna they gonna pretend they gonna pretend to change when in, in reality it's kind of they just it, taking their dollars. Exactly. They, everything everything they do is just it's about the dollar. Protect their pride. Yeah, because that's what make this this country go around is money. If you want to stay relevant, if you want to, you know, continue to make the money that you've been you, you've grown accustomed to, you gotta at least pretend like you know and you acknowledge to change that. Or you you acknowledge the things that's going on in the country, yeah. even whether or not you you personally care or agree with things and the, the topics that's going on. You have to at least give the appearance. Exactly, because like you said, as soon as that, as soon as uh, um, June was over, all of the stuff was gone. That's 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 even happened with um when it's Black History Month. You know, they post a couple of things, you, and, and you know, it's not like they they, they post the, the the same old people over over and over again. You get Martin Luther King. You get, you get Malcolm X, you get some Rosa Parks stuff, and then maybe maybe, maybe some Thurgood Marshall. Yes, maybe some Thurgood Marshall. But they, they always when they 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 post, they talk about it. They they say where you know Black Lives Matter. They they say what you want. You they say what they you know you the, the people want to hear. Yeah. And they and then they show it. They show that, but they don't. That don't mean they they actually support us. That don't mean they actually rocking with us. You know what I'm saying? They just they they gonna say what. Whatever they, it, it takes to keep us Cause if you giving did, them the money. If you did, because if, if they cared, they could use that opportunity to to, to educate about the about the lesser known people. Exactly. Like called it like Claudia Colvin or um or Bayer Rustin. Exactly. Give give some show some more people who who because it's, it's it's always in, during our, our history. There's all it's more people than who who've done inf, who, who's been influential. Besides Martin Luther King, besides Malcolm X, and life in general, there yeah. was I don't support TikTok, but there was this uh, video I seen through Twitter that was from TikTok, 
and this girl was like, I'm going to go ahead and try to survive a, li- uh, survive a day in life without black conventions. She was like, so I woke up in the morning, I tried to cut on the light switch, but then I realized I couldn't do that because it was bur- because uh, a black person did that. If I'm trying to live without it, I can't, I can't do this light switch. Oh, I can't, uh, I, I tried to iron my clothes, but I couldn't because the ironing board was made by this person. I tried to cut on the heat and thermostat, but I couldn't do that because this person was doing it. Um, while I was driving on the road, I was happy the light was green because I would have had to run it because that was also built by a black person. It's the the prominency, the 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 amount that even, this country was built off of black Americans and GPS. not known about. It's ridiculous. Exactly. Even GPS. And I think a, a, a good reason why a lot of a, a lot of this stuff goes unknown is because a black person made it, but a white person got credit for it. Yeah. Because uh, the light bulb was made by a, a black person, but it was patterned by who? Thomas Edison. Exactly. So it's like. You, you, we, we do we, we make a lot of stuff we, we have we do a lot of stuff behind the scenes but we never get the rightful credit we, we deserve for these items and these inventions man I just found out the recipe for Jack Daniels whiskey <laughs> was made by a black person <laughs> was made by a black person it was stolen by by Jack Daniels himself this and, is ridiculous and him and his family well his family has uh, and the company has been aware of this and refused to to pay the actual family, family. that that created the recipe and stuff like that I'm gonna have to stop drinking Jack Daniels and but, I was enjoying Jack Daniels but exactly we exactly fun with Jack Daniels but but um, cause I found out about that on Twitter, and I and at the same time I also found out that there's a black owned um there's a black owned whiskey uh-huh. whiskey brand mm-hmm. that is um that's basically using the original recipe. Might need to check it out. If I can find it, I'm gonna see if I can find the name of it real quick. That's probably better than. But yeah, still talking about all these um these responses to everything that's going on. On June 23rd, it was noted, it was reported that arrest and traffic stops in Atlanta were down by 71%. That is a big number. 71% is a very big number. That means 39%, that means only 39% of people that would usually get pulled over and arrested uh, was going on. And my perception from this, when you first say it, it sounds real good. Like, wow, that's real crazy. It's going down. But uh, the reality of what was going on is that uh, police in Atlanta, because like, Ramir- like uh, I'm sorry, Devaya had said earlier, you nothing can happen without proof nowadays. Everybody, all these police in Atlanta were uh, calling out sick at night shifts and um, walking out of their walking out of their shift at night because of the fear that they can't do their job correctly but it's so it's so crazy that you have to that their belief of doing their job correctly is involves involves killing black men involves this is this is directly after um the wendy's being burnt down and that person being shot and killed yeah there's so many different ways understand like watching the video understand bread did bread did resist arrest he did try to run he did grab a taser but you couldn't follow the man home. You couldn't chase him down. It was other. It was other. <laughs> you couldn't call back up. Me and my mom. Me and my mom had a very lengthy discussion about this. Like considering all possibilities. Yeah. If you had to shoot him, why'd you aim for center mass? You could have shot him in the leg. Right. He was. He was already running. He was gonna fall regardless. Right. He was drunk too. He, he was, was not gonna was get intoxicated. Back up. He was not gonna get back up. And if he did. You shot him in the leg, so he's already incapacitated enough for you to go and get him and put him in cuffs. Yeah. But no, you didn't think about that. 
he got he, he got one over on you and tried to run. And it was and it was immediately lethal. And, yeah. and you and you got mad. It doesn't matter that he discharged his taser at you. Well, no, actually not. It actually doesn't because at the end of the day, because because people were trying to frame it was that oh he had his taser. If he had shot that guard with the taser and it connected, he could have he could have took his gun and used it on the other one. There were two people. There were two people there. There were two yeah. armed suspects. I mean, not there were two. No, no, fuck it. There's suspects. Two armed suspects with um with lethal weapons. Even if he got that taser shot off, the the other officer would have shot him regardless. Yeah. He missed with the taser. Yeah. He missed with the taser, and a second or two later, he started shooting. Shooting in the back. Cause I've and it's like it, and you know you can't in that instant you can't even say you was fearing for your life because the person was running away. You shot him in the back. I just exactly I'm, I'm, as you said. Like, when you think about I it, like forgot about that. You shot him in the back. So whatever you say, regardless, his back was turned to you, meaning he was already running away. He, he was trying. He by was trying to time, get away from you. Yeah. By the time you leveled up your gun to aim at him, his back was already to you. Yeah. It's not like it's not like he was running towards you. He was he was actively trying to harm you. He was really legit trying to get away he from was that situation. To get away. Granted, not I'm, I'm not trying to say like what he did in that situation was was right. But I understand it. Yeah. Because we we've seen it for years. What happens? What you know? What what is a we've seen what is a common outcome? Yeah, and and I say this this is a poor example of some of the other cases because black people have gotten shot for less. Way less. Way less. Black people have got like black people have gotten shot for doing everything the police officers has told them. There's there's during, the little boy playing traffic stop. Exactly. Because I I remember there, it was this one video. This happened a couple of years ago. The police officer pulled this guy over at a gas station. The guy complied. Did everything. He got out. Got his car. The police officer shot him in the leg. And he and then the guy asked him, "Why did you shoot me?" He said, "I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. I remember that. He I he told him. That. He told him, I don't know." So it's like black people have gotten shot over less. You know, you, you can and, and like they always try to say it's comply, comply. We comply and we still should end up dead. You know, so it's like complying doesn't have nothing to do with it. If the person already had in his mind, he already sees you as a monster. If he already sees you as, you know, a, a, a less than a human, and he already any anything you do, he's gonna he's gonna pull the trigger on you. You right. know, so right. it's like. What were you gonna say, Dave? Something about um, something about a little a little kid. Yeah, remember that was the um, that was the child playing with the toy gun. Tamir Rice. Yeah, Tamir Rice. They and if the I'm remember correctly, they they shot that boy sixteen times. If I'm if I'm not mistaken, that was a little boy. He was like twelve, right? He was twelve. He was twelve years old. No, wait, no, I'm thinking of the Quan. No, they, I, there was, they there shot was, uh, him a couple of times too, though. No, that's a different killing. The killing I'm thinking of with sixteen shots was uh, Laquan McDonald. Yeah. But they shot Tamir Rice a couple of times, though. Yeah. And that's a 12-year-old playing with a BB gun. No, the significance of his was that they shot him immediately, like, basically almost immediately after they got out of the car. Yeah. They didn't They didn't try to do any de-escalation. They didn't talk to him or anything. They basically just pulled up to the scene, saw he had a toy gun, got out, and shot him. Like, and it, 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 it's like... There was no attempt to assess the situation. There was no attempt to de-escalate the situation. No, no attempt to see what was going on. You shot a 12-year-old boy. You didn't even try to save him. You didn't even try to see what was going on. Right. You heard that, oh, there's this child here who, who, who may have who, who may have a gun. You didn't even confirm that the gun was fake or real. You didn't even do your fucking job. You got out, you shot a 12-year-old boy. The world sells fake guns. Exactly. Guns is, it's like, it's like. Toy guns. It's, it's a toy gun, man. And, I, and if if I and if it was a BB gun, it more than likely had that little. Most BB guns have like a little orange strip around the tip of it, which lets you know it's fake. 
Yeah. So unless he painted over it, I don't. I, Cause I, I don't, I don't remember how the, the, the BB gun looked. I don't even think it was a BB gun. I think it was a toy. It was, it was a toy, like, like one of those cap guns. So I was like, so you, you can't, you can't tell that, you can't tell the difference between that and a real gun. You chef, you have no business owning a gun yourself. Exactly. Or being given a gun. You should know the difference between that and a real gun. Come on now. You hold one on your hip every day. Exactly. So in the fact he's twelve, at the end of the day he's tw- he's a twelve year old boy. You, so you telling me a, a, a grown man can can go can can assess the situation? You were scared to approach a twelve year old boy. Exactly. You were scared. You you you, you but was that y'all, fearful? But y'all y'all go and take down school shooters and, and take them to Burger King because they're hungry. Exactly. Now you can you can you can you can not kill a white a white boy who shot up a school, but if a little twelve year old playing with his little his little a little can, a toy gun, you got you got to shoot him. You got to shoot him dead. Or. Or that dude who, or, or that dude who shot up the black church. Took him to a, get some food after. Took him to get, some Took him to get Burger King. He went and prayed with him. And then killed him. And then and then opened fire and killed seven black people. Injured, I think it might have been injured nine. more. Yeah. I think it was nine. Yeah. Injured and in, uh, killed nine people, injured more, um, had proof of his racism through his social media, through yeah. his posts and everything. That yeah. he was that he, he felt like it was his like meaning and his, what he was meant to do was to kill these black people. And it, it, and it was always crazy about that is that they they I, I, when they, they somebody bailed them out like they had people sending that man money. Yeah, it's to a get crazy him out world. of jail. It's such a crazy world. And it's, yeah, it's, it's that the, to see that extent of like you have you you know how racist you have to be. To send somebody who just walked up into a black church and killed Yeah, regardless regardless of a being at a black church, if you're a Christian. Yeah. If you're religious in any way. You're gonna bet you you you're you're gonna sit there and root for a man who killed people in your place of worship. Exactly. Yeah. Something that your religion I something I know for a fact your religion doesn't teach. Yeah, which is ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. Random fact. Camden, New Jersey, uh, my hometown. I was born there. wasn't too much raised there. Spent time there. My grandparents stayed over there. Whatever. Camden, New Jersey, in 2012, defunded their police. Uh, back around this time, Camden, New Jersey, um, not that much popular in the state of the country, if that makes sense. If in terms of dangerous cities in the country, you think of. Chicago. Yeah. You think of countries like you think of cities like that. Camden, New Jersey, once upon a time, was the third most dangerous city in the country, if not the world. It was so the violence there was so prominent and it was so ridiculous. Everybody, because I'm I'm from I'm from Irvington, which is almost as bad as Camden was. And even even people from Irvington is like, bro, you can't go down to the Camden. Yeah, it's ridiculous. But so. and, and that's coming from a place that's almost as bad as Camden was. Right. Because Irvington is, they call it Afghanistan. That's how dangerous it is. People, you know, get shot, get killed down there. It's, Irvington has done gotten crazy. But yeah. at, at one point in time, you, you was like, oh, man, Irvington's crazy, but... You can't go to can't, Camden. Yeah, don't go to Camden. Don't go to Camden. It's so crazy. It's such a crazy place to be there. And this is like... This goes back to what I said earlier, but like I feel like everywhere I've been and everywhere I'm from, every, every place that me has some type of meaning to me has a very big impact on the world and, I guess, how I envision the world. In 2012, Camden, New Jersey defunded their police department. They reinvested that money into education and the workplace programming. Ever since then, crime rate has dropped by 42%. And that's I'm I'm happy that I'm happy that change happened because what a lot of people don't 
what a lot of people really don't understand is that a lot of the crime that happens in these black areas is, is due to is, is due to the racism, due to the system. It's due to the system. Due, due to, to the fact education. that we're, put, we're we're forced into these hoods and these ghettos. Due this due to the whole system entirely. Yeah. We can't we can't get enough money because of the fact that we're not getting good enough jobs due to racial bias in the system. So we have to live where we can afford to, and even then we have to struggle to get our means. So, yeah, all these robberies and all these killings. You're putting people in bad environments where they can't prosper and then putting them in situations where they can't prosper. All these negative emotions and all these tensions are running high, so of course people are going to take it out on each other. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter about, like... Because I mean, it, it has people feel hopeless. You know, you feel like it doesn't matter what I do. I'm, I'm trapped in this I'm trapped in this system. If I shoot him right now, my life ain't going to get no better, and then, but it ain't going to get no worse. Yeah. So let me just go ahead and do it. If I go rob him, it's going to help me out. Yeah. If I go do this, it's going to help me out. Fundamentally, you think, I mean, you think it's pretty much you thinking like, I mean, nothing, nothing worse can happen to me if I, if I, if I go ahead and commit this and do this, you know, if anything, and anything, if, if, if I don't get caught, my life is going to come on, it's going, it's going to rise, the, the price, you know what I'm saying? So you got to think of the mindsets that people face in in certain environments when you you don't got no other option and anything seem good. And it's like, and and what Dave just said is is is, is a clear cut example of clear what, cut example. It's a it's a clear cut example of that. Of, well, not only that. What we're talking but about. But the good. But the good that can happen when you give people these opportunities. When you when you when you invest in these people and show that you care about them. Because we already defined what we meant by saying defund the police. People have been defining what they have been talking about. What um. Um, defunding the police. There's been people that's been white people that's responded. It was crazy. I remember seeing this white video and it was like, "Yo, yeah, defund the police." So we just had these uh, these white rednecks in charge. We're not gonna deal with none of that. We we not gonna deal with none of that. We just gonna shoot first, ass later. Then you're gonna the police the pol- do anyway. Then you then you gonna want the police back. And somebody was like, "It's so funny that these white people think that when the police aren't around, they're automatically in charge." Exactly. <laughs> Stuff like that. You that defund, defund the police doesn't mean abolish the police. It just means redistribute that money. Exactly. Redistribute that money this is that this is a clear-cut example of what defund the police and, means. We, and we think about investing in education and workplace programming exactly. Re- like put that money in places that people actually need exactly. because of the fact that you're putting so much money to the police system you're starving these other you're starving these other areas of development that are crucial to the community to, and then and you know what the thing about it is, is that what I'm just now realizing is, is that if you is, is that if you redistribute that money and crime goes down less, you wouldn't even need you wouldn't even have such a need for such a large police budget in the first place. Yeah, it's so crazy. It all comes back around. It all so comes back you, around. So when you sit there and think but about they, it, they don't. They're not thinking it like sit, that. When, so when you sit there and think about it, you're making your own problems every fucking day by not doing what we ask you. Exactly. Because yeah. and think about it, you you putting millions of, upon millions of dollars into some, the police force. Some have billions. Bill, some, yeah. some have billions. Some, like, bro, some police departments literally have billions, billions of, of dollars, dollars in their fucking budget. So it's like, so you saying taking if uh, me me taking at least let's say let's say you you give a, a police about twenty one billion, right? Let's let's cut that shit by let's let's cut that. Excuse me. Let's let's cut that twenty one, and let's let's say instead of twenty one, we giving you maybe let's get let's say uh, uh ten. 10 million that's not that's that's half right that's about half you can still read it you can still do so much with that 10 million alone exactly it would not it, it, what, what else can you do with that you, you can pass that to the education system you can pass, pass it that everywhere to the, yeah you can pass it everywhere exactly. just to just to make up a scenario say all this money because like the said earlier when you look at the charts it's ridiculous the 
different the difference between the budget that's for the police uh, system and everywhere else. Not just not just education, workforce, uh, but like, everywhere. Take but like this infrastructure and transportation and stuff. Yeah, like that. take that. Take this same situation. Say you defund the police. Put that into. Um, Building up these communities, you take you take less you 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 uh give less of this money to the police, put them more here. You're fixing roads that still cause like kind of like this this continuing cycle. Say you fix these roads that have been historically broken, uh historically just messed up. Yeah. Um. By not doing that, these roads stay messed up. My car's still getting messed up. The money that I already don't make as much as this person, I have, I have so to spend to fix on my car over and over again because my community is going. It's just, it's a cycle. It feels like defunding the police is not the golden answer, but it will answer a lot of things if you distribute it in the right way. Yeah, because, and it's, it's just... Because when, yeah. you sit there, when you sit there and boil it down to the basics... A lot of this stuff is just due to lack of opportunity or lack of resources or lack of money. Yep. Yeah, something that is easily fixed. And like, and like, like you said, this is proof. Like the fact that they it, it, it dropped the crime rate by forty two percent. Forty two is a big number. Yeah, yeah. Really big that's number. a that's a that's a dras- that's a drastic change. It's like, almost half. Yeah, basically. Like, and and I'm sure it's that that and that's from and I'm sure that's going that's only going to continue as they as they as they're able to distribute more into the community and more into the schools and more into you know finding workplaces mm-hmm. that's just that's only going to continue because now now people don't they, they don't they don't feel so hopeless they, they already know they got i'm gonna have an opportunity you know exactly. and that's that's all it takes for a person and that's all folks want bro we're not even asking we're not saying oh give me that job or oh give me that card I no the give me the opportunity to earn it exactly that's all i'm asking you for like people i and that's like that's one thing like white people a lot of white people always they always say like, oh black people always complain and they always want everything handed to them we don't want nothing handed who to the, us bro who, who said that exactly nobody who said that i have not heard i heard black man say i want something handed to me man i, I well I, I i'm just speaking for the people i i know around me like i ain't, I ain't never, I I ain't never heard somebody say, oh the government owe me a house or the government should give me this they're like nah i want a house i want a car i want to like i want to go to work so i can get that stuff i want money yeah you i know? want i want they say i want money but then we get to the point where we we talk about it for real. We not saying that, but the government do owe me a house. The government do owe me this money because they released all these people from jail and promised forty acres and a mule. Right from the reparations, and we never got that. And we never got our reparations. I mean, when you think about it, the uh, African Americans is the only people who've never gotten reparations. When they when they locked all those people, um. Those, those Japanese people in in, in their they had our own concentration camps. Yeah, they got reparations. Got uh, reparations for Holocaust victims. Got reparations. Reparations. Uh, American Indians. Reparations. African Americans. Nothing. Nothing. Because they they felt like we they didn't owe us nothing. They said, "Well, your freedom was 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 something." But y'all built this country off our backs. Exactly. And it's and it's like I said, like I, I you know I think we, we we talked about this, but you know when when it comes to black people in this country, we've always started. My, it almost feels like six, seven feet away from the the starting line. Everybody starts. Everybody starting on equal footing. Everybody is is somewhere close to the, the actual starting line. But you got to dig out that hole. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're we're like we're we're about six, seven feet away from the starting line, and then we we're down. We're buried down in the ground. We still. We, so we got, not only do we got to climb up. We have to get up to ground zero, then work our way up. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like, and then I think another thing we talked about uh, legacies in this country, or, or, or legacies that 
white people can build for their families and our, our other our races can build for their families that black people necessarily can't because we, we got to deal with starting a legacy for ourselves and then once we start one we have to go back we got to go back because we got to give money to our mothers our, our parents our, you know our, our we have to give we got to give yeah. it back because if, if you feel if it feel like because i guess that's a, that's another mindset if, if you if you make it and you don't you don't do nothing like you don't you don't give back to your, your your people you don't give back to your family you don't give back to your community it's like did you really make it you know they, they I, that's a, that's a, I guess that's that's a thing when it comes to you know black people as a whole when we, we get into situations and we, and we make better for ourselves but at the same time we gotta also we gotta we gotta go back another notch because instead of further growing we have to go back and we have to help and we have to help support and push up. Everybody, does. everyone, Everybody. yeah. We have to do it ourselves because you guys made an appearance. You aren't going to do it for us. You aren't going to. You're not going to do it for us. You're not going to help us with it. Yeah. So and we, then, so we got to take matters on our own. Exactly. Here. And, and granted, like a lot, a lot of other races do that as well. Like uh, a, a lot of a lot of the Asian community, they 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 always they help each other out a lot as well. Yeah. So they so which helps them build like you know they get their own things started because a, a lot of these things on a lot of these roads up here um it's a it's a lot of Asian owned stores it's a lot of Asian owned um plazas plazas yeah so they you know they they help they always help each other they help their community as well like like the like the plaza by the Walmart and stuff yeah that's, that's, um, that's nothing those, but those, Asian those, those are Asians yeah. What's crazy is that, uh, like you, you're mentioning this. I wasn't even planning on saying anything like this, but it's uh, it all goes in a cycle. Everything kind of moves in a cycle and charts and stuff like that. Um, white Americans, uh, white Americans, Asian Americans, people of other races, their their economy and the way their money moves moves forward. Yeah. But in Black communities, it actually moves backwards. The what's crazy, like you say, all this, the dollar in a um, a dollar in a Black community lasts few hours three to four hours uh to where say take that and put that in the asian community it's gonna it lasts for days um we move backwards because exactly what you said um we we help the people that helped us and so while these other races they get this money and they get this finances and they get these riches and they put push that forward to future uh to future um, generations, push that to their kids, push that to help other people. What we're doing because we're already in this hole, we're getting this money, we're doing the, all this stuff, and we're helping the people and the generations behind us. We're helping the parents yeah. in debt. We're helping the parents and grandparents who are sick, and our money is not. It's not helping. It's, it's not helping build the community. It's helping fix the community. Yeah, yeah. And then by doing that, we're still kind of just not still in the same cycle. Yeah, because because ultimately we we're not growing. Because it's all due to the system. All yeah. this stuff was already in place. So literally, in order for us to get out of this deficit, we have to change the system. Like yep. basically, we're saying this entire time. But it's like, and, and it's, you know, and we, we can say all this, we can make these points, but ultimately, if if the if the government, if the people in charge don't don't make any changes, it's if the cycle's going to continue, you know. Yeah, it's just it's just a it it don't matter how hard, you know it, it it doesn't matter how hard you make these points if if change doesn't actually come along and you know happen. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about this uh this Terry Crews statement. He got a whole bunch of backlash for this not too long ago. He got a whole bunch of backlash for this not too long ago. Um, and 
I feel I feel very conflicted and weird about what he said and about what his tweet. So I'm gonna read to you guys what the tweet said, mm-hmm. and I kind of want to hear you guys' opinion on it. So a few okay. days ago, this is what Teddy Cruz tweeted. He said, "If you are a child of God, you are my brother and sister. I have family of every race, creed, and ideology. We must ensure Black Lives Matter doesn't morph into Black Lives Better." I'm a little confused by what he means on that last statement. What yeah, this is yeah. like I'm understanding it. That's that's where like, it gets iffy into like that I, last statement yeah. because I because I do I, I understand I, like, the, the, I do the idea. Yeah, I do genuinely understand what you're saying that you do have that you have that you personally know people from different from different backgrounds. So it might be kind of hard for you to just simply say. Actually, no. I kind of know. I think I actually don't really know what you're trying to I mean, say. I have, I, I have like, people. I know people with different ethnicities like, and races. Who said? Who said Black Lives are better? Yeah. We're that, trying to make sure we have to. That, a lot of people are responding, talking about you know, and we have to matter before we can even get better. Yeah. And then nobody's ever said that we you know. And when it comes to the Black Lives Matter movement, nobody ever said that we feel as our our lives are. Superior. Superior, or if anyone has, he hasn't. It's definitely not the majority. Yeah, yeah. I mean, of course, it's always a, it's it's a few people in the black community that I feel like you know black people are superior. Yeah. Or, you know, you know when well, they, I mean, they're, they're well, you know, like they're the hot, like, you know, well, hotly, uh, like Israelites and stuff. They, yeah, they, they preach that. Yeah, they preach that a lot. But it, of course, like but I'm, that's when it comes to this this particular you know movement. It's not. We're not saying that we're better. We're not saying that. You know, we're just saying just treat us as equal. Yeah, that's we, we want we want we talking about equality. We're not talking about supremacy. We're not talking. We, I I know personally none of the people I've talked to about this these issues have said they view us they, they view black folks as being the superior people. We we're basically we're we're all we're asking for is that you you understand and you respect the fact that that we're as a, as a human as a human being we're equal. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That's that's all we that's all we want. Yeah, like I agree with every. I agree with if you are a child of God and you are my you are my brother and sister. I have family of every race, creed and ideology. I I I relate to that. I see myself in that. When he says we must ensure Black Lives Matter doesn't morph into Black Lives Better, this is how I'm kind of interpreting it right now. Is that he's been during this time period and what everything that's been going on, he's probably been spending a lot of his time or um majority of the people that he's been surrounded by aren't people of color aren't no nah, i'm not even gonna say people of color aren't black people and so because of that you're you're hearing these other perspectives and stuff like that because of everything that's going on this white person that has not been educated about these problems and stuff like that probably look at all these riots and all, all these riots and all these protests us thinking we're better and that we deserve like how y'all was talking about it like these like white people think that black people are asking to be spoon fed or something to be handed to us. We're not asking for anything to be handed to us. We're asking for the equal equal opportunity to get what you get. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's just like that's how I kind of like that's how I'm kind of like breaking it down if it makes sense and it feels like I'm I was that last little bit just had me so conflicted. That's what like that's pretty much what I was trying to say earlier. I just couldn't find the words for it because like I do I I I I understand the sentiment of that first sentence, basically saying, if you're a child of God, I love you, because that's that's you speaking from your religion. Right. I understand that, and I do respect that. There's nothing wrong with you saying that at all. Right. That last part. It's just that last part. Where have you been hearing that? Yeah. yeah. Like, what, who have you been around that's been saying that? Where did the thought process come from? Like, yeah. for, that, for that thought to even occur, 
where have you been hearing that? Because that is my first time ever seeing that phrase. Uh, uh, what did he say? Black lives better. Black lives, yeah, black lives better. Black lives he he literally put and used the hashtags. Black lives matter doesn't morph into black lives better. The responses I've seen was like crazy. I've seen a whole bunch of hypocritical response. I've seen one response I had loved, and it was like, I don't see nothing wrong with using using the hashtag black lives better. Let's continue to use the hashtag black li- black lives better. Let's make black lives businesses better. Let's make black lives better. Let's make black lives better. And that's how they had kind of like twisted what he said. Yeah, into something more that makes a little bit more sense. More progressive. Yeah, more what, progressive. This is a. I feel like this is a very regressive comment. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't. I, and I think when it comes to like certain celebrities, you can't really you can't really take some of the things that they say. You can, I mean, like, in, it don't. In all honesty, I really don't think you should look to celebrities for any kind of guidance in the yeah, first place because they're the same person. And one thing I always that's one thing I've always fucking hated about social media is how they'll sit up there and jump on these people. You know, for their actions during these times, and they're like, "Oh, because you have a platform." That's it. They have a fucking platform. Yeah. What are they gonna do with that platform besides speak? Yeah. Oh, okay. You acknowledge it. Okay. That that's it. That's all. That's all they can do. They're a regular person. They're not. They're not somebody in legislation. Yeah. yeah. So that's gonna be seen as fake. Yeah. That's gonna be seen as fake if something is seemed to be is perceived to be forced to be said. I agreed so much with the the Dave Chappelle special that came out. He said, "I'm gonna sit back and I'm gonna shut the fuck up." Yeah. He said because the streets are talking. This is this ain't got nothing to do, do with. This ain't got nothing to do with me. The streets are talking. The streets are being heard. The streets are the ones that they need to take over. Not somebody that's already got everything. Because I remember something on. Um, no name Jesse is he said something about J. Cole and Kendra not uh actually saying something well, on nah, their, well, their nah, apparently, apparently she was speaking in general. In general? And they just apparently she was speaking in general. But that's how it but that's how it was um reviewed. that's how it was misconstrued. And yeah. with that whole thing I think first off that first off that that little beef or our disagreement should have never happened to yeah. begin with because once again you shouldn't you should not look to celebrities to be leaders. Yeah. They're not besides they are simply they are regular, regular people, people who, yeah. Are, yeah. who are using their plat who can choose to use their platform for good. If they do, cool. If they don't, okay, you have to respect their choice regardless. And some people yeah, like like J. Cole and Kendra, they they actively be have out there. Enti- they have entire discographies. Yeah. And so that was her point. She was like basically saying, which when you sit and think about it, kind of really doesn't make sense. When like to to not to undermine her point, but I just I just I it didn't really make sense to me that she was talking about people who basically said she's like, you know, you have people who have whole discographies about what's going on right now who are silent. If they have whole discographies, what do they have to say right now that they haven't yeah, already said? Exactly. Because they, they haven't been silent. Yeah, they, they've been speaking about they it. They haven't been silent. Yeah, they've been speaking if they, about if, the if, issues. If in their discographies, they've already, they've already said exactly what they're going to say now. Yeah. So what? Why, so why, 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 why do why do they have to rehash something just because of something that's currently going on? Exactly. And then they they're, they're more there's people like like I said, J Cole and Kendra have always been there. about that. Cole yeah. Is out there. Cole, Cole and Kendra Cole's, always Cole's be on the protesting. front lines. They Cole's they protest. They can't. They always out in the front lines. You know what I'm saying? So you you, you can say you can say it's why so and so ain't tweeting. Yeah. He's out there. He's out there. He's out there. And even and even if he wasn't, he's already been speaking on this. You can pull up you can pull up his music. Social media ain't the ain't the world. Yeah. Social media is a great news source. It's a great entertainment source. Uh, but that's not that's not your life. Sometimes it's not it's not the world. Yeah. Life happens outside of it. You know, just because I don't post about something doesn't mean that I'm not aware or, or, or I'm not doing my part. It just means that I'm not on social media yeah. at this time. 
Yeah, cause just because I don't be post, I don't, I don't, I don't post every, I don't, I don't repost every, you know, Black Lives thing. That don't, that don't mean I don't, I don't, I don't support it. I don't mean I, I don't, I'm not about to cause. I don't mean I don't, I don't got knowledge about it. Exactly. But it, so, sometimes posting about it don't doesn't it don't feel like you is it, it accomplishing. It feels pointless because I'm posting about it, I'm talking about it, but what is this gonna do? Yeah, I, I understand it's gonna bring more attention. I understand that it's gonna that it's gonna you know spark more of a conversation. The more people talk about it, yes, I do understand and I do love that. That people are finally paying attention, but like we're, like we've been saying this entire time, we've been getting nothing but hollow gestures. Yeah. So what is speaking going to do for us at this point? And yeah, you have to that's to be action. You have to yeah. figure out how to move and stuff like that. Yeah. My father was actually talking about while I was up there. He was talking about um, I told Ramir, um, getting together. He was like, all you have to do is to get like the minimum amount of people. He was going to get a, a Baltimore slash Maryland chapter for the Black Lives Matter organization, and he was going he's going to be behind doing that where he is See, like in his how, community because i don't i don't know i don't know if you remember when we, we had talked about it um before when all this stuff started but i do genuinely believe that we need that in order for this is in order for this to succeed we, we this this has to become a centralized movement yeah there, need, there needs to be a central figure or, or a central power structure or a central just guideline structure for how we're gonna be approaching these situations, because yeah, that's that's because always some. That's the thing is that you know the drive and the initiative and the passion is there and the actions are there, but there's no organization. Yeah, you know there's no there's no unifying force other than the Black Lives Matter movement. Yeah, and if that's all we have, we can't necessarily count on that because of the fact that there's no organized structure to that. Right, and not like like I was going um. I was gonna say, like that, I think that's always been a, a problem when when it comes to the black community as a whole. We we don't all we don't we haven't had strong and uh, strong leaders in our communities. Not really since the civil rights movement. Yeah, like we we we, we haven't had Martin Luther Kings. We haven't had Malcolm X's. We haven't had uh, these these strong central people in our communities to help and guide us and help us develop and as a whole and just as a whole be a voice for us you know right and and, and it's it's hard it's hard to kind of it's hard to grow as a community when you don't have somebody who's who's that vocal leader who's that that person you can come to when when, when it's time for you know change when it's time for margins and it is and, it's, and, it, and i'm not saying there's that there's not leaders there's not strong people out there any in, the, in their communities who are who are vocal about um, these matters. It's just that there's nothing definitive. There's nothing, yeah. There's, there's nothing set in stone. Yeah, and then of course you. I mean, you got like you got Al Sharpton, but I mean, ultimately, is this is there? There's needs time for you know new faces, new new generations of people who still have that you know who, who are still proud, who are still out there willing you know and going out there and doing what they need to do. And it's just sometimes it feels like we don't have those strong central figures in our communities as. As times as old, you know, yeah. and it, it also comes. It contributes to the fact that well, we, we get a lot of the central people get killed. A lot of there's a lot of activists and protests who's getting murdered and disappearing, mm-hmm. you know. So it, we, so we we like when it's a, when it's time for a young leader to show up, he has his time and then he gets killed. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of protesters who are out there who who disappear, who get hurt, who get who die. They get they get arrested and they somehow disappear. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's not. I'm not saying that we don't have leaders. We don't have these people out there who are who are, who are coming for us, who are, who are trying to support us. But it's the fact that these leaders that we have that are, are still in their infancy, who are still blo- um, blossoming in and you know 
becoming stronger and, and better leaders, they, they somehow end up dead. Yeah. So it's like we, we have leaders that never be able that are never able to show their full potential because they end up they die. You know what I'm saying? And I, I feel like that's this happens predominantly when it comes to African American leaders. And, and and especially young African-American leaders in our communities, you know, people who are vocal about change, who people who are actively trying to get out there. We never have our we never have the, the chance to actively do what we need to do because somehow we end up dead. You know what I'm saying? So it's just it's just it's hard to get that leader out there that we need. Um, to kind of respond and say something about that. Um What's crazy is I feel like I've just been like learning a whole bunch recently. But um, while I was up in Maryland, I've been referencing my father a lot. He had mentioned something that kind of like opened my eyes, had me thinking. I didn't, I never said anything then, but it had me thinking. And now that you say something, I'm thinking about it some more. Uh, if you look back at the era, so we had the um, we had the civil rights movement. Um, the people was killed in the civil rights movement, but after the civil rights movement, we had this time period with the Black Panthers. And stuff like that. The only time the NRA was against uh, guns was when the Black Panthers was out with with guns. But in this time period, this time period now is about the 70s and the 80s. What are the 70s and 80s known for? Drugs, partying, alcohol. This around this time period, uh, my dad was kind of saying like this was a time period with like imagine what where we would be or what the world would be if if the black communities didn't get diluted in this specific time period because we was very progressive in this time period and then drugs started getting pumped into our communities uh, and then music started to change and right, because you always hear about the phrase um, you know such and such hate harder than cracking eggs yeah yeah like all this like all this stuff hit that took us off of that path yeah and kind of because it got you know kind of sat us down because yeah. you know you, you, you go from being active And then we became content We started yeah. we started becoming content with the with the little things that we were earning and that, right. The little and things that we were earning And then we would turn around we was, And building our black culture And buying these clothes yeah. And these jewelries And making these songs And it, doing all and, that and, and, and think about it Why do you think it's always a it's always a, a, a When you go to these copy communities It's always an alcohol store yep. It's always a liquor store Yep. And there's always It's always lots of drugs Being it's in, the, in that community To keep us docile Exactly Cause you can't you can't be you can't be activist if you're if you're drunk or if you you're high you know we talked about the thing we talked about the mother freaking um cargo ship from the freaking bank Chase. with all with with all the cocaine <laughs> that they had found a year summer. a year from now from currently was going on last summer it was like it was like some ridiculous like I think it was billions worth of co- it was bit like billions this, worth of cocaine this shit I'm talking was full. about I'm talking about three or four tons of cocaine in a bank cargo ship it disappeared in a bank's cargo ship and i say all that to say where'd that go where'd that go it's not the 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 crack and the cocaine and all these drugs that uh that are infamously known uh in black communities and stuff like that weren't created and weren't didn't come out of nowhere in these black communities they were pumped into the black community so all so the lack of leaders and stuff like that it seems like everything goes back to white supremacy and goes back to systemic racism yeah because it's they did what they had to do the the uh the government was um the government was found guilty for the assassination of martin luther king exactly not too long after the death of Martin Luther King, who was all, who was also assassinated, his mother 
Guys, ass in church. Yeah. She was playing the organ. Well, she's ridiculous. Cause they I, they they say like I, I don't know if a lot of is this calling on, but they say Martin Luther King he survived the bullet. He he survived. He, he, he was suffocated. They smothered exactly. him in the hospital. They, I, I think there was a whole little documentary about it. Like he, he like he survived that bullet when he was alive when they took him to the hospital. Yep. And, and then some. Uh, I think it was probably There's a picture a, of him. There's yeah, a picture, a picture of him, of him alive, looking in the in the, with the hospital bed. With his shoulder, with his yeah. shoulder, well, and he had a, he had a, he had his shoulder in the sling. Yeah. He was he was alive and breathing. And then he, he somebody came to the hospital. That and was suffocated. Pro- it had to be professionally officiated. Exactly. How, do you, how do you just get in there? Exactly. Especially with somebody who had the name Martin Luther King Jr. There was everybody wasn't able to get access to that room. Everybody wasn't able to get access to that floor. Everybody wasn't able to get access to that hospital. Exactly, and they they, they know who killed him. They know they know who killed him. It, it, goes, like, it, it goes with the it same was, things. People that um, not even just going towards black people. There's because it's it's other um, strong voices that were that were killed. The Kennedys, for example, uh, Ken uh, Kennedy was murdered. They got both. They got. They got, they got Robert and John. Yeah, his they, they both had because because his brother was going to continue on what he when, what he was doing when like, he was. They, but they, they said they were both progressive for the black community. Yeah, and they, and and I granted it, it, I, I I heard they they was probably it was it was like it was a lot going on with the Kennedys because the Ken I think the Kennedys was trying to. Uh, change how the, the the banking systems in the in the country was set up as well. Yeah. So that, that that with that going along and the fact that they was for black people, they was like these they could they can't live. Yeah, yeah, right they, on. Yeah. There's no. They, they knew that the uh, Kennedy's brother was gonna get elected too. Yeah. Because he was really popular with the black community. People liked him. And he was like I said he was gonna he was the, the same path that he, uh, his brother was on he was gonna be on. Mm-hmm. So they 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 already knew he was gonna get elected. So what they had to do kill him. It's such a crazy world. Yeah, it is. And it's along the lines with world. the with the Black Panther Party too. Now, like, I'm glad you mentioned that because the when, when when they popped up with their guns, they was made enemy number one. Yep. They had the they systematically destroyed the Black Panther Party. They killed their leaders. They they got in. They they got they had people infiltrated. Mm-hmm. Set them up. Set them where their meetings were. Set them where their people were to be. And they like systematically destroyed the Black Panther Party. From the inside out, but you telling me you can't, you can't, you can't let, you can't do that to the Ku Klux Klan. They're the same people. You can't, yeah. So come on now, yeah, you can't, you can't, you can't do what you what you did to the Black Panther Party, to the Ku Klux Klan, the KKK. The yeah, there's no different because it's like, it's the radical beliefs. the The Black Panther, even though it was it was still about um, it was still about equal rights and everything, they were more radical about it. Yeah. The Ku Klux Klan is more radical about it. So the Black Panther was very radical and in support of black people and black Americans. The Ku Klux, Ku Klux Klan was the same exact organization, organization yeah, but the opposite. Except, except yeah. for white people. And the, org- and the Ku, Klux, Ku Klux Klan is here today. Not yeah. too long ago, they, they had the whole article. I read the entire article. There wasn't too much seen on the news to go back to talk about the difference between news articles and um, social media. I found this on social media read the article and everything uh birmingham alabama shut down for a day because the ku klux klan said they were coming and it was gonna and kill, they were, they were, kill they were, every they black kill, person they were gonna kill black person they were, they they were gonna kill, kill every black people every black person inside and so and, it, and it, it, it's it's crazy when you think about it because when, when you think about it any, any if, if any organization should have been labeled as a terrorist group for years ago it should have been the KKK. It's not like it's like people forget that they was out here lynching people. Yep. 
And it's and it, and there's still been lynchings going on. I've been labeled as suicides out here. Yep, that's, so, that's that makes me sick. That makes me sick. And I was talking to my father about that. Everything that's going on, feel good, feel weird. But then there's been I, it's, it's countless. I don't I don't know the number. I don't know the the I think certain. It's, it's been like eight uh, right now. I don't know the certain that um, we know of. Numbers yeah, that, that of, we know of. But yeah, there's people. They're all being labeled as suicides, and these black men are being are found being hung. It was being some black women as well. It's, it's yeah. These these people are being found in parks, in public places, hanging was, from trees. There was one dude who was there's hung. cameras everywhere in, the, in this world. You one, dude, you can't one see dude yeah. was hung in one dude was hung across the city hall. Yeah, are you you telling me nobody saw that? That is a statement. That right there is a blatant statement. Yep. One that he himself did not make. Who yeah. hangs themselves across the street from City Hall? Exactly, and it, that, that 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 just shows you that shows you where we at in this country, man. And it, it, like you said, it makes you, it makes you sick because the, the fact that they don't they don't even they don't even attempt to figure out who, who they don't they, 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 we know who did it, we know who did it, but they don't the fact that they they they're so quickly to label these as suicides. Who would hang, what what black person would hang themselves with a noose? What, what, who, who, what black person would actively hang themselves? Like it's gonna actually make a noose. And make a noose and hang themselves. Now, now, I'm not, gonna, now I'm not gonna say that black people won't hang themselves. Yeah, but not with a, people. not with no damn but, noose. But like, like, like in it, like in a, in a, in the official noose, like tied up with rope. No. No, bro. Like, there's too much. There's too much history behind that for that to even, even, even occur. Yeah, because I, yeah, like you said, I'm not gonna say like there's, there's never been a black person who hung himself, but like with a, not with no, noose, like, like specifically, bro. and with not a by noose. no, by not, not in public areas, not in public, not in, not across the street from the city hall or in parks. Come on now. The thing is, like, the the I feel like for me with that whole situation, I can't even believe we're talking about that. But with that whole situation, it's like it's ruled as a suicide. Where's the chair? How they get up there? Where's the Where's the evidence? Where's the Because he because he would have had he would if if it was a suicide he would have had to kick himself off off of would, something. It would have been it would have, something else would have there would have been something else found there. Instead, people they're just there's bodies hanging. Exactly. His body, uh, and how, how did he, how did the body get up there? If if there's no if there's no visual proof of anything, the guy used to stand on, and granted it, it, it's a rope too. So you somebody you you have so was he was he he was pulling himself up, kicked himself off the chair, pulled himself up, and strangled. Or or, or what? Did he climb up the tree and just tie it up there, exactly. just jump off? Like come no. on now, come on now, that's not come on now. Hey, these these things is just. It, it really do make you sick, man. It's like, and it makes you like, it, it makes me as a as a black man feel like I can't I can't go nowhere without some type of affection. I need I need something on me, you know what I'm saying? Some something so just in case something happens. I'm not, and then you know I hope I hope it never comes to that point where something actually does happen and I'll need to use this. But it, it makes you feel like I gotta I have to have some type of some way to protect myself in the case that somebody tries to pop up on me, you know. It, it just makes you it makes you well a real wary of yourself like I, i'm already i always always been like real wary of my surroundings i grew up in i grew up in a bad part of new jersey i always been I always watch over my backs but it made me feel like i gotta i gotta always you know watch out for myself i don't i don't, I don't like going places by myself honestly if i gotta go somewhere you know i'd I be feeling I, I try to get it done as quickly as possible i really don't like walking by myself sometimes you know but it's just it's just how we live in, man. It's a crazy world. It's yeah. a crazy world. With everything going on, like I said, I'm going to reiterate, we support everything that's going on. We support the the progressiveness of 
of black communities and black and black people and stuff like that. I've been I've gone in arguments. I've lost friends. I've been discussing this forever. Last summer, around this time last year, I had lost a close friend because of conversations about this. It's still been around. So it's 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 just I say that to say that it's been around then. It's now it's it's still around. It's not something this isn't something new. Um, this is something that we've all been educated about, something that we all know about. It's just a crazy world and it's I support the new time period of we're trying to make change and how we're trying to be progressive and build these communities up and take stance and take stand up for ourselves basically yeah I say all that to say, you know, I appreciate everybody that's going to tune in. I appreciate both of you guys. Both of you, I love you. I love uh, all the black people out here. I love everybody out here. But specifically with this thing, all lives do matter, but black lives matter. Make black lives better. I'm going I'm to I'm I'm start saying that. We got to make black lives better. Guys, we got to make black lives For better. For ourselves. We appreciate everybody that tuned in. Stay safe out here. Don't get sick. We love you. We love you. We appreciate you. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you guys next time.